mind if I do. Because this is what I've been on Toss all week. This is what I've been on all week, cuz. That's what you've been on? That's what I've been on all week. I played that shit last night. They was looking at me like. Bruh. <laughs> you wouldn't have found this. Anyway. Y'all got Rich Boy fucked up. <laughs> Static. No, not static. Not static. Nah, he used to uh, like when he went on his mixtape run. Uh huh. It was he, it was one dude. It was one dude, super villain. Oh. And he died. Wow. Hey, how y'all think the first day back outside is gonna be? A lot of deaths. Um, the uh, the meme or the like the little gift that's running around with uh, how how the bar how niggas gonna look leaving the, the club after their first night back out, mm-hmm. where it's just hella people stumbling. It's gonna look like that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna look like that. A lot of arrests. It's a lot of shit gonna look like a police state. Mm-hmm. I guess it just depends on when it is. Cause it's, the longer the worse. No, the the longer the better. Because uh, people are getting creative, and then people are realizing like how much of this, shit, how little of this shit we actually need. Um. So I got it the opposite. I got it the longer, the better. Because it's so you, no, so you think so you believe in humanity naturally adjusting. I want to. Is that crazy? Nah, I feel, I feel I like you want to tell me I'm tripping. Oh no, no, I'm I'm literally just I'm really just asking a question. <laughs> Am I bugging? I'm really just asking a question. I could be bugging though. Hmm. What you got? I didn't have anything. I was really just asking a question, <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> I don't know. Now, if outside looked like this, when he got back, <laughs> sign me up, <laughs> bro. Where is Polo today? The East was already like that. Can, low. can we go? Can can we find Polo to Don? Tell Polo to Don. I need a uh, I need a B pack right now. Cold part, but the cold, cold part about it was that the East was like that, and nobody even tripped off of it. Like niggas didn't go out there to tell them they got going to house. No, the cops just ride by to make sure everybody's safe. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> riding riding by the sideshow to make sure everything is like. What are the them. what are the what what are the safety measures for a sideshow? Like what are the cops looking for? Like, hey, ain't nobody dying, so they're they're fine. That's why I fu- that's why I fuck with OPD, like to a certain extent. Cause they just like I mean, ain't nobody did. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's that's how they gotta operate, bro. Like there there's too much stuff going on at all times. I tried to explain that shit to somebody. Uh like everything can everything can technically classify as something that you need to be paying attention to. Everything. In 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 particular areas. So the cops, the way they police it is is like exactly like that. Like, yo, it it could be it could be way worse right now. And but living in like other places where hey, put your seatbelt on. That going? Yeah. Don't text and drive. Like, bro, they our cops back home. Like I the cop next to me was texting like 
hey, have a good day. <laughs> like they don't, name, they don't be giving a fuck at all. That's how Alameda was, or Alameda is. That's why on a creek, bro. Alameda, the Alameda cop, because you can't. Alameda's nuts. Between is it between nine and six? You can't make a left turn on those streets, bro. And, and they, they, they serious about it. He did. He said, "You, you didn't see that sign back there." It's like, fam, what did you want me to do? <laughs> There's nobody out here, bro. I was so mad when they got me for tents, man. I was just on the way to the gym trying to be a regular <laughs> citizen at 5 a.m. in the morning. Nah, 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 nah. You, you, you got your tent in windows. What you doing back there? My nigga Cole part with My nigga saw me roll my shit down. <laughs> He's like, you know you fucked up, right? You know you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, the coldest is uh, in Arenda. I seen him get behind me. He Bro was behind, was paused. <laughs> was following me for dumbass long. Mm. And then finally hit the lights. And because, you know, that back, that damn road is hella, like, dangerous. So mm-hmm. I pulled hella far over and rolled down the passenger window. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, 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 no. Roll that back up because you got tents. I started la- immediately started laughing. I was like, fam, you just you just wasting hella time because these windows <laughs> just dirty. Like, they, 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 this ain't no tent. He's like, roll it back up. Let me see. <laughs> and it's, it's like, it was when I was driving the Cadillac, so that shit was hella slow. Uh, he was like, "Oh, but uh, your license and registration for for what? For what now? The win- the windows aren't tinted. That's what you stopped me for. I'm on my way. And that's the only thing I wish that there was like some type of you know how you have like a drug for like the uh, like for what was that show? What was that movie? Where in, where like started getting hella more access to his brain and shit. Oh, uh, limitless. limitless, bro. I really just like I don't even need like the full capacity of my brain. Just give me one that gives me the full capacity of the law. Like they get everything I need to know about the law in real time, bro. In real time, because they be so full of shit. Always, but it's so, it's it's just too many codes though. Like the the codes are just endless. So yeah, I would. But that you know what's funny, I didn't I didn't realize how important it was to know like. The, the amendments mm-hmm. until like sophomore year of college and I was like it's like wait and and then they start explaining like the the federal uh, conviction rate and all this shit and I'm like and we're we're studying all these cases right mm-hmm. dog the overwhelming amount of cases that are solved per um um please the 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 fed the federal conviction rate is so high oh, yeah, because yeah, of the please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't know that, and because so many people are either uh, underserved, don't have the access to like 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 proper representation. Yeah, they hit you with that. They, man, you get you get you get these people in there, Public and you defenders. start you start throwing fucking football numbers at them. The only thing you can do is go, whatever whatever deal is going to beat that, you got it. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you see um, that's at federal, at state, state is fucked up because of. How many how many people um, that were first offenders on like like petty drug charges? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about possession, and then that what what they would classify as, as as intent to sell was like like shit that would be well below an ounce, mm-hmm. and they'll classify it with intent to sell depending on how it's bagged up and all the other shit. And you're like, wait, 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 wait a minute. But that's not the fucked up part. The fucked up part is the the charges that a lot of first time offenders accumulate their first times being in like 
some of the most dangerous prisons ever where all you, all you have is these horror stories and like why you got to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. So catching charges in jail and or, and or being released and being a convicted felon and getting like something as simple as hanging around other convicted felons. Well, mm-hmm. nigga, I got to go home. Can't help that my neighbor who I've lived next door to forever. Um, it, y'all got like me. And so it's just, this, it's just, it's this, um, this intricate sort of, uh, this intricate sort of systemic oppression that they've been able to hide in plain sight post slavery. Like, like immediately a lot of those, a lot of those laws were created, uh, as a as, a, as a, in response to that, the uh, abolishing yeah, of slavery, yeah, it was just, it's a, for us having civil liberties and shit. <laughs> yeah. But like it'll been, I mean, but that, that's the that's the thing though is that we don't. It's not it's not a fact that we want reparations. We just want you to leave us the fuck alone. Like it, it could be also simple. Like just leave us the fuck alone. Get the fuck out of my and, way, man. Bro, you, you ain't gotta give me no money, my nigga. Just leave me alone. <laughs> um, why do why do we start the show like that? What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Lex Buck. That was not even the hype hey, we was on today. Yeah, yeah, that, we, yeah. That, contrary to what it sounded like <laughs> just now, Lex walked in here and turned in on uh, Yachty and Drake. And then mm. G walked in here and turned in J- on Jaden Smith. And then, you know, me, I had to throw that. That was some, uh, some, rich, some rich boy on that, mm. on that motherfucker real quick. That was some D's on that. All right. Well, hey, put some respect on Rich Boy Nate. All you niggas out there right now. I'm just going to say that like that before we as we start the show. This is the Meet the Break podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG. I'm Lex B-U-B. Oh, oh shit. shit. We might have one. We might have one. <laughs> we might have one. We might have one. That might be the one. Oh, so. Timing was right and everything. Everything. Bro. Everything. So the, the <laughs> dopest thing about a third mic and the third mic being Lex how many people have like tapped in and been like, "Yo, Lex is hella funny, bro." Lex, just like I know, this Sal, Sal hit me yesterday. It was like, "Lex is hella funny." Morgan, Morgan, a text like as he's listening to an episode, be like, "Bro, this nigga's hilarious." And so, welcome, bro. Like you, you made you've made an impact on hey, the listeners, man. I know I've been getting chewed out. My brother hit me up and he was like, "Really, Winston?" Oh yeah, the um, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. I got roasted for that shit. Yeah, he was serious. He was like, and none of your partners want to bail you out and let you know it was Winston. I was like, maybe they didn't know. I, I for sure didn't know. I did, I'm gonna keep it a book. I, I know. still don't know what y'all talking about. Oh man, uh, fellas, talk to me. How 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 were your weeks? Um, how was your week? Um, this is week. Was that week four of the lockdown? Uh, week five. That was week five. Oh shit. shit. So. What's been happening to me? Nineteenth, yes, week five. What's been happening to me? Our our Monday, our our actual Mondays. Like so, tomorrow, I can know because even though we did the show today, I'm still going to compute tomorrow as like Wednesday or something, and freak the fuck out and be like, whoa, 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 and then Teen or somebody's gonna be like, bro, what the? What are you talking about? It's only Monday, but I've been I've done that consistently, but I even before the lockdown. Just the way how how we move and shit. My day, I don't have any like idea what day it is normally, um, and it's usually the shows that keep me in check, like with different podcasts, different YouTube shows, or whatever. Our show, I know it's Sunday. <laughs> I know it's Sunday, but for some reason that shit just goes out the window. So I'm hoping that tomorrow and this week will be a little bit better. 
that I won't get to Tuesday and be like, nigga, it's Thursday. No, no, it's not. It's only Tuesday. Relax. Um, have y'all experienced anything that is just like completely thrown off the from the norm of like the lockdown has you like doing weird shit like that? Anything? All my shit blurred together. <laughs> Prior to or just just because of right now? Uh, even more because of the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Just because now the traffic's empty. Mm. And usually I gauge by when I go to work. Easy phone days is like Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday, Thursday, it's hella thick. Then Friday is cool. But every day is just easy going. So then my shit, I'll be like, is today Friday? What day is it? And I'd just be lost. <laughs> yeah. So. And you're still working, huh? Yeah. Damn. You still, but you're still working too. I hear being a man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I, I, ain't nothing changed for me, bro. I, I know my days by like, which day is my workout day? Like, uh, I know this is chest day. This is shoulder day. This is just they'll be killing what us a, with this healthy what shit. What a flex! What a flex! I know my days by my work. This is my days. leg. This is my day. leg day. Nigga, <laughs> what? I know when I get in the bathtub because my calves are sore. It's Thursday. See, 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 see what happens to me on this show. <laughs> this nigga living his his best life for real. Yeah, I'm nigga, just it's trying back, to tell it's back day today, nigga. <laughs> Man, if you don't stop flexing on this show, girl. nah. What I did find though, I found a really good lower ab workout. Really, really good. What is it? Care huh? to share the secret? Say what? <laughs> Care to share the secret? Uh, I can post it, but um, uh, nah. I've just been like I tell the money. I've just been in like a super wormhole, wormhole, just on the newsroom. And did, was it because we talked about it? Huh? Or is it because we talked about it? You I mean, it that, that, that made me think about it again. But then I was just like, um, given my anti ways and not giving a fuck about what's going on in the world in real time right now. Because a lot of the shit's like kind of, I, I don't know, bro. But um, I was like, fuck it. I'll just go back to the newsroom and see like if I missed anything or if it was like. And really what happened was it just put it into perspective. Um what I got from it is mm. just the pacing is right on time with a lot of other shit. So the pacing of the show, how the show was written. Yeah, so yeah. how the show was written exactly. So um, with the it was amount, ahead of its time. It was for sure ahead of its yeah. time. But the amount of dialogue, um, the to do the news correctly, um, the amount of time that goes into getting the correct story as opposed to just blurting out the. Well, most, that's why that show was brilliant, G. Like I was think as you were talking, I was thinking about that. The, yeah, sources and all that stuff. That show was on the cusp of it was highlighting the conversation that needed to be had between the news and how fast Twitter was becoming how people received the news. Not just Twitter, but the internet in general. Mm-hmm. And so what would happen is like a lot of journalists, like they subscribe to this integrity. They need so many sources in order to confirm, be able to confirm a story. And even then, it's still like, well, that hey, really ain't true. But they, at the very least, they went through their liberties of like, all right, I got three sources, boom. What Twitter did and what the internet did, uh, blog sites that gained notoriety just by being first, it's like you, they weren't fact-checking and wasn't going to get the, sor- the, re- the, re- the sources to confirm stories. So it was compromising the news because it's like, yo, if you're... If you're Fox, if you're CNN, why the fuck is TMZ eight hours ahead of you on a story? And it started in the newsroom. 
was like they were the the whole internal battle was like this new wave of journalists that are that that are on it that subscribe to the internet but were still like I can get these facts checked we just need to be able to compete and so they were trying to they were trying to speed up that process in the battle internally and it was it was it was it was depicted so beautifully because it was at a time too when there was a whole bunch of um in real time, if 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 you, a lot of shit going on. it was a lot of shit happening in real time as that show was being produced, and they were talking about that shit on the show. So it was like Aaron Sorkin and them were bodying the, the writing of that show. Um, it was it was just cool because they um, they did outline. So the cool thing is it goes through the history of how the news came about, hmm. and um, that it was originally brought to the attention of the government uh, to highlight an hour out of the day so you have 23 hours out of the day that you're able to uh, push consumerism and for one hour a day it was supposed to be a day that you were uh, I mean it was supposed to be a moment that you're supposed to be for the people so present to the people things that were important to them that took them away from their daily drive of being consumed being a consumer all day right Mm. but what they forgot to, or you know, what they forgot to uh, put into the um, into the paperwork when they agreed to uh, set aside one hour a day for the news was to um, make it a, an hour blocked from ads. So when they did not do that part, is when you started having this happen later on, where it's really just the fastest to the price, and you have to retract a lot of the statements and a lot of the information. Uh, which puts people into a frenzy way too early than they actually, it was was hella shit, bro. Mm. But it was just like important to outline that it was originally meant to be an um, an hour out of the daily cycle of, of uh, consumerism. Damn. What it. So now fast forward present day. What's the what are what are gonna what are gonna be the ramifications? Because we talked about it, we talked we we were joking talking about it. it's like what's gonna what's gonna be the first day everybody's able to be back outside. How does everyone else, how does everyone else pivot in terms of information once this is over? Based off that, what do you think? Um, you mean as far as like now presenting information? Mm-hmm. Uh, when everybody's like around, able to get back around each other and stuff like yeah. that, um, the pre- present information and then how yeah. it's received, right? Because yeah. it's because do we? Extreme. Yeah. So so do we? So because once once it's like all right, y'all can go back outside. How many how many people just rush back outside and and aren't like cautious and 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 continue to practice social distancing and and the, and how that information is relayed and then we're seeing it in Wuhan where. They lifted the they lifted the the their lockdown, but then they saw they the 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 new cases began to rise again. It's ba- it's bound to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So Most does everyone rush back outside? And then once they start once they start reporting on these stories, if they if if certainly they're pro- more than likely they will surface again. How de- depending on how those are reported will determine a lot for for not just even our 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 day-to-day but even how uh, businesses operate most definitely so uh, naturally i would say that the the ones that i go to the forefront um and we pushed all the so we're kind of going to be in that cycle again hmm. that it's going to be the horror stories are going to be the ones that go to the very top 
So if there was something, you know, of course, when we put everybody back outside, there's going to be stragglers who um, are going to naturally uh, not go about things as if we were just in the middle of, you know, death and, you know, dire times. Hmm. So that mixed in with people who are trying to take it seriously, uh, but still getting caught in a crossfire from people who aren't as serious about it uh, will naturally start to have this cycle happen again. But the, as far as like presenting information is going to be, you have to run to the dire part of this first. And the, even if it's a low number and then work backwards and then work backwards from there, that's going to be more important. I mean, that's going to be something that, you know, people are going to gravitate to first. And uh, that's really, I mean, I get the updates all the damn time on, um, on like just, just news information Mm -hmm. and that's how that stuff goes like they go and find a story that's a very small subsection of something and make it a lot larger than what it actually is and that's the one that gets presented and because if it's popping over my phone then it's like national yeah so if that's the one that's getting presented and it's just another cycle of presented fear Mm -hmm. then that's the then that's the one that's going to get run not like actual information where like they get just Go about things as if, bro, it shit can happen. Yeah, I, the part that I think I'm struggling with the most lately, because um, we we the whole conspiracy thing. A lot of people, their favorite part of the show at one point was Conspiracy Corner, where we just kind of ranted on on shit, and uh, because there, if we, I think we both agreed that there was a a, a at least a base level of responsibility, um, to 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 sort of to sort of further certain conversations um in in this climate in particular and so we 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 did we avoided a lot of those conversations and but now uh the way the way cnn the way the way the cnn cycle is going the way the fox news cycle is going um the way they showed how nancy drew's show is put together bro man it's, it's it's amazing the production quality that goes into her just saying outlandish shit yeah. and then um, and then quickly uh, moving over to something else that's going to grab your attention so that you don't turn your head away from the TV. They do what they do. They create new shows around entertainment huh. and it's crazy how it's effective. Like you were talking about when um, when you walked into the walked into grandma's house and Ted was getting his news from TMZ. From TMZ, it's a bro, new. They like have a new T- show. TMZ is the news now, yeah. bro. So like that, it's because it's entertaining. It's quick. It's, it's rapid fire. Yeah. It's people giving their opinions and 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 as quick as possible without actual like the they're they're paying people off for these stories and they're getting fucked up shit, but they're still the first to get it. Yeah. And then if they have to retract it, they have to retract it. But for the most part, you're not going to remember <laughs> you're it. You're not going to remember it. the next topic, bro. They <laughs> so get, they don't they ever have to retract it. 30 topics a day, my nigga. So they didn't really have to do anything. Oh, man. Now, that's the that's the part. Um, There's no but, A block for them. It's just nigga, one long just block. Just one, yeah. And so, but that's the, and so that's the part, G, where I'm, I think, personally, I'm struggling the most in terms of just like information, what information or process is true or not is thinking about revisionist history and how we how we collectively process particular information present day of shit we know was fucked up then but it's so far removed and it really ain't no sweat in like tripping off of it mm-hmm. uh so no one there is no there is no one uh held accountable there is no there is no um revision no, no there is no redaction mm-hmm. there is no um there is no effort made to go re 
to re-correct that and tell that story officially. Mm. So a bunch of um, conspiracy-led voices are left to sound like lunatics or just people who are ranting and raving. Mm. But so there, there is there is evidence at the very least that the government had information that 9-11 was, was in, in, in mo- that plans were in motion for this to take place. And then certain, certain information was just ignored. Um, that's not to say that the government was, had a hand in it and none of that, but that, that, that that's close enough for me personally. Um, Bro, look at who was in charge and look at what he was doing when no, he found out about the information. But not, yeah, but not even not even just him. I'm just I'm talking about overall uh, coll- collectively in in the in the in America's history of like some crazy shit happening. There is some question. Um, uh, there is some question. There is some sort of speculation in and around what our own government, the role that they played in it. Um, and I really believe that's the reason why we have a president, bro, is so that you can, you, you have somebody to blame for your fuck-ups. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 there, it therefore makes all these other positions damn near obsolete on... Are, are, they are they, actually, they're able okay. to operate in autonomy. Like, they, they're faceless. Yeah, like, they, like, they have, like they're, they're able to get away with all this BS and they'd go in circles all damn day. Um, about shit that does not matter and overlook the stuff that actually does out of simple grade school fighting over, you know, what side of the line you're on. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit, at some point, that shit is, you know, that shit doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But yeah. you make it the the forefront of your cause and you you lose out on ever coming together on a particular topic. So mm-hmm. there... You have the the nine elevens that slip through the cracks, and we have that many people that lose their lives. And well, even so, I think the point that I was trying to make is like if you take nine eleven, take the war on drugs, um, slavery, the abolishing of slavery, privately owned prisons, um, you 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 name it. Like there is JFK, fuck MLK, Malcolm, the the the. There is, there is, at the ba- at the bare minimum, some speculation that our own government played a played some role, whether it be large or small, in that. And we kind of, it's folklore, it's dismissed. There is these deep dark web conspiracy videos, these books that are written, what have you, and then. In present day, somebody can make a documentary about it. It can win all these awards and cause these conversations. Yet nothing ever, ever happens. There is no price to pay for. There's no one to sort of, to your point, that uh, having a president, all this other shit can happen on their watch or in and around them. And no one is ever like held responsible. Um, well, they, they made some great distractions, bro. Like they made patriotism. That's an amazing one. Yeah. They made religion. Yeah. That's an amazing one. Yeah. They make consumerism. Consumerism. It's amazing. It's, it's all amazing. It's all amazing things that you're able to put <laughs> into place as. It's kind of like inside of. Hmm. It's like it's like in a game where you write in a code that allows you to 
um, no matter what, um, no matter what. It's like it's like when you when you play a game, when you play those games, and you put in like the code for like uh, Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Yeah. You get like all the all the machine guns and all the cars and all the you know rocket launchers. yeah rocket launchers <laughs> and you can you can run your uh you can run your um the state of emergency up to the highest level and then just put it in one code and all that shit subsides yeah nigga that's exactly what this stuff is bro it's, <laughs> it's a written in code and yeah. to make sure that all this shit you can run it all the way up and then it subsides yeah yeah the the most recent one um the most recent conspiracy that's been talked about all week this week that kind of just consumed me personally um, is new evidence in and around the Charles Manson case. Hmm. Um, apparently, apparently, fam was protected by the CIA. There's there's some evidence to suggest that um, uh, I forget the cat I forget the cat's name that read the book and, and ultimately led led to sort of private investigation and interviewed different people that were in and around that case. But there were several cops where it was like fam was stopped in multiple states and they were instructed oftentimes to just let them go. Huh. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, and in the way, in the way that story is romanticized, and told over and over again, fucking uh, our our guy, uh, what's it? Why well, I can't think of his name right now? Director, Pulp Fiction, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. His last is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's essentially just a a, a different angle of the Manson story. Um, one of the one of one of the murders that was committed on their on their watch. Not not. Not um, not the only one. That's one of them that was that was committed, but by by a person that was ultimately protected by the CIA. What the fuck is the CIA able to like the the amount of shit that they're able to be tied to? Yet no one's had to answer for it. Where from the war on drugs? Um, I didn't even talk about the like the three strikes law like that. Like even shit like that. Like the the. Some somebody in office in Senate, they approve this type of shit, and it to only, and it ends up ultimately affecting the the poor, which majority of that is us, and no one no one has to answer for it. And now, and I, and I guess I'm connecting all of this stuff now present day because when you look at uh, COVID and how it's covered in in the, the areas that are most affected, it it has it's a direct it's a direct effect on um, on the underserved. Hmm. So, so we know, we like we're we're aware of the attack that took place on um, school school systems in in a particular demographic, uh, white flight, gentrification. How all of this shit is affecting black black people specifically, and then brown, and then poor people as a whole. What it it it. it I don't. I don't believe in that subscribing as a victim shit. Mm-hmm. But fuck if that's not a not. No, those aren't hell of hell of odds to to sort of try to combat. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's the 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 thought I've been having. I, what what to think of past that? I'm not sure. But it's the um, and then finally finally finishing that Made in America book. So it's a lot of it's it's the, this is the my 
my thoughts if they seem scrambled is the byproduct of consuming multiple different things that are all pointing to the same thing mm-hmm. and it's just from different from completely different angles so the, the 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 masterful job that michael eric dyson did in that made in america book where literally he's annotating hove lyrics from the, the entire span of his career whether it be features whether it be from fucking reasonable doubt whether it be from 444 um from the carters from limit like he he annotates all these lyrics and offers a much deeper perspective on a particular a particular black american experience role effort and what that may have what that may what that took what that what that what that endured um so my favorite part of the book um is when he's breaking down uh he's breaking down Hove's awareness to how much the people as it as a whole, no matter what white, black, whatever, how much the people as a whole sort of value popularity. Mm-hmm. And he's going, okay, well, if popularity kind of de- determines how much finessing and wiggling I can do in that space, I can't act like that's not a variable. Mm. Like I, 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 I would be undermining my efforts and my, in the service I have intent to do. If I completely try to dismiss that very, that one variable, People move whether they want to admit it or not based off popularity and how many times they hear or see something familiarity. Right. And, um, and so that's where you get the, I probably lyrically Talib Kweli. Truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense, but I did five mil. I'm rhyming like common sense, like the way, but the way Michael Eric Dyson breaks that down and what that means and how Jake and how Jay in his mind goes, well, if, if whomever can sort of categorize me as shallow as only being about money cash holes, they're only listening to the singles. And then I started thinking about it because this is exactly why Hove has been my favorite forever, but it's different when someone of Michael Eric Dyson's sort of intellect Mm -hmm. writes it. So it gives it a level of validity that my own fandom couldn't even serve for my myself. Right. So Michael Eric Dyson is just like, yeah, if you think about the single, take take Dynasty, for example. Give it to me as the single. Think about the imagery of the video and everything. If you think about the intro of that album, soon you understand. Uh, where have you been? Mm-hmm. Some, of those, some of those are some of the like this the most. This can't be life. You know what I'm saying? So that duality and that balance. Um, and then there's a, por- there's a portion in the book where... He highlights the connection and the the impact that Hove had on Nip, but how Nip dying ultimately gained him the notoriety and and allowed him to be sort of preserved as as the hero. Mm-hmm. But had Nip not died, the 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 intent, his continued success, um, how he would have evolved and expand. It's like a 99% chance that he eventually would have become the villain, not even just by white America, but even to his own people at some point. Completely. And I was like, oh my God. That's a given. It just, it, it really, it really fucked me up. But it's like, think about that spectrum that a, a, a black man can cover in a lifetime to no one ever giving a fuck about you, 
ever giving a fuck about you to rising, becoming a hero because you rose from where no one gave a fuck about you and then being too successful to be the villain. And in a, and in a tr- hope, cross your fingers to be able to survive that villain space to live long enough to become the hero at the end. That's a hell. That's a lot of fucking ground to cover. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I don't expect anyone to relate to that. Like you're, you're safer. Your livelihood wise, we're safer, not achieving our dreams and 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 creating, creating and having the impact that this the amount of if we had if we had the minimal amount of success on our on our sort of wish list, right? You know how much hope and access that creates for people that some some particular groups don't want to have that amount of access. So it's safer for us to just 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 do regular shit and not and not ruffle the feathers. Um and so another documentary is the shit the family that's on Netflix. And it's just about the 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 niggas that's behind the government. Like they they don't operate as a branch or or an entity, a known entity because they're they subscribe to the notion that the less they're seen, the more they can control. Hmm. The documentary is crazy. As you, you watch that shit, yeah, bro. I was sitting in here. Ariana was like, "Bro, what's? Why are you watching this shit?" I was like, "I couldn't turn it off because <laughs> it's 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 basically a group that leads in 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 their sole purpose is to become the most powerful people on the planet, and they I'm do it, and they do it through the lens of Jesus. Oh no, no, it's some brilliant shit. Yeah." It's some brilliant shit like that. And I think and it's a, again, it's a hard conversation to have in terms of. No, nah, it's some it's some game in there. Like mm-hmm. it's some game to be deciphered and be decoded. It's dark and demonic. But how much I, you can't. It's, it's, so it brought me back to that point. Like you can't you can't act like dark and demonic ain't operating and ruling the world already and try to go combat it and not be like, I, I got I might have to spar with the devil that you can't do that. Even the way they uh, were being able to meet with people that the government can't meet with. Exactly. And then they were like, hey, we're just meeting because we're a religious. We're religious. <laughs> and we're just trying to help them see the Lord. It's <laughs> but like meanwhile, they were meanwhile, they busting down business, though, in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my goodness. Hey, man. One of them groups, bro. Man. One of them groups. I fuck with it, though, man. I fuck with it. If, if, folks, are, if folks are here to be. If folks are game goofy and you can take advantage of them being game goofy, then by all means, do that shit. Let them let their ass get burned, and then hopefully they learn from it. Yeah, I just hope there's not too many casualties in the in in, in the, the process. Brand, in the process, but chances are there will be. When it, it depends on what you what you see, know, what you think of as a lot of casualties, though. Look at how we look at how we can do that, though. Chances are there will be, and we all know that. Like, yeah, it's just it's how this thing goes. There will be casualties of of the of the government achieving what they want to achieve and so that's just the way it goes we can we can we can all collectively go ah that's how it goes and even even with even with covid right now that's been the hardest thing to have a conversation about is like this feel this feels intentional it feels like it feels like some it feels like a a huge misstep that something that no one will be accounted for and lives and lives have been lost and it's another thing where the government would just get 
well, it'll be a it'll be a, a ding on the government, but no nothing will happen for it, and we'll just keep moving forward. Voter suppression was a thing, bro. Is a thing. Like we know we know that, and it ain't shit nobody can do about it. That don't make nobody feel helpless. I'm tripping. Money. They told the whole world to go in the house, and motherfuckers did. Like they said, don't. They said just go in there. <laughs> And motherfuckers been doing everything from from their couches and from their from their apartments and from their houses. Just adapt. They told everybody to go in the house, nigga, and everybody's in the house right now. Just a, and just and just how easy how easily, uh, 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 Kev, uh we did a, a song for Kev Choice, uh, for his, he did a social distancing EP in in a matter of like two weeks, and but one of my favorite lines on the song that I'm on, Kevin Allen's like. See how easy they see how easily they got you working from home now. Like it was like a push of a button. Like go work from home. These companies that had these gaudy buildings and uh, and ping pong rooms and yoga rooms and bikes on camp, all the shit. Take your ass home. Here's a laptop and we can still function. Oh, now we can cut. We can cut salaries. We can cut contractors. We can like. Um, the nigga that Vlad always interviews, um, for the for the stocks portion and like the real estate portion of the Vlad shit that he talks about, one of the real estate ty- tycoons, bruh's giving game, but Vlad goes, well, what do you learn in the difference from like what? How are you preparing for this recession versus two thousand and eight? He said, man, the only thing I did wrong in two thousand eight was like I had fifty million in debt. And so I'm sitting on the edge of my seat going, oh, you that was you didn't want to have 50 million in debt. He goes, nah, I didn't have enough debt. Excuse me? You had 50 million in debt in 2008 and you didn't have enough? Yeah, nah. He's like, before, before COVID hit, I was at a billion in debt. He's like, I'm trying to run this shit up to like four. By the by the time by the time people start having to like like come up off their properties for real, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get all that. <laughs> I'm just like, Bruh. he's like, yeah, I'm not. He's like, it's a bunch. He's like, even some of his partners and people he does business with are looking to sell right now. And he's like, I'm I'm buying. I'm not selling shit. And I'm just like, yo. And so that's how you can get. A stimulus. I, I, my, my mom tried to argue with me to the death yeah, about they don't about put you on the jail. You good? Yeah, you my mom argued. That don't go for everybody. Your, un, your auntie was on my head about this uh, applying for the stimulus check. Boy, you better get that money. You ain't gonna have to pay it back. Yes, you are. <laughs> she like, nah, you not. I'm like, mom, you, you, you mom, you, are. mom, you, you got too much game not to know that you got to pay this back. They said, they said, they said. I, I love, I love our people. Don't, don't say they said to me. <laughs> Don't say they said, <laughs> but it's funny though. The stimu- the the un- unemployment, unemployment is running out of money, but they gonna, they gonna figure that out though. They gonna because that's something you can be taxed on that, Shit, right? Grants. They, they, uh, they gonna they gonna they gonna figure that unemployment out. The stimulus, the stimulus, they gonna they're just gonna keep in they're gonna keep adding to it. They, but they, guess they gonna get unemployment from Social Security because they already killed them people. Them thank pe- you. Them people gone. A lick. A lick. Them people gone. They killed them people. G. They plan on being two two hundred fifty thousand. I mean, twenty sorry, two hundred fifty thousand. That shit is gonna be gone. G. Them motherfuckers is out of here. Stimulus is stimulus is gonna be okay. It's gonna be protected. And I don't mean to call motherfuckers. That's like just, <laughs> just like the wording. No. Yeah. Unemployment. They can tax it, so they're gonna figure it out. Guess guess what? They are running out of money for already. Hmm. 
Small business loans. Mm. They, ain't, they ain't, nah, nah. Mm-mm. Kill that. Let's wrap on that one. What are we talking about? Am I crazy? Am I, I, feel, I feel nuts because I'm trying to point this shit out. And you're like, Monty, stop, stop. I, it's right, it's right there. Couldn't get a small business loan before this shit. Now you now the people the people that were trying to buy a house, the same same bro was breaking it down. It's like, nah, if you thought at one point it in, right be, before this shit hit, it was only 10% down. Now it's 20. People didn't have a 10%. Now you now you want motherfuckers that had a 20? Rent us forever. Shit. Bro, this don't and this don't feel like this don't feel like the the lick of all licks to nobody, bro. I, I can't I can't not say it no more. The way the the way the con the way the content movers were just like was on these niggas' heels. Nah, I did all that, did all that. ESPN. If it wasn't for this uh, Michael Jordan shit tonight, ESPN would be dead, bro. They so lucky they got they get to view that air that tonight, and then they had to move it up because they like this is how much is we because we talked about it for weeks now, but ESPN is struggling. That yeah. shit was ghost town, and they get this MJ doc, and they like this shit wasn't supposed to air for another another few weeks, and they moved it up because them niggas don't have nothing. They've been dropping, and then promos. they all gonna talk about it on their show. <laughs> <laughs> They've been talking about it the whole week, like doing promo lead up and everything. Promos, people from their couches or from their uh, from their houses with the uh, with the scoop on it, man, bro. I, I'm sorry, I'm not that interested in the MJ doc. I'm not. Oh, here we go. I was going. I was saving it. I didn't even want to talk about it this soon, but go, ready, go. <laughs> I'm not interested, bro. Like, I, don't. I, do I that. get it. I don't get do it. That. It's MJ. Don't do that. Um, it's exciting. Why are you not interested? Because, bro, we know we get it. You lived in a time where there wasn't social media, so therefore you had this aura about yourself that allowed you to become the greatest of all time. Just live within the fact that you became the greatest of all time because you had no other distractions, and the people from those times was just afraid of the awe of MJ. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's blasphemous in, in, in basketball, but MJ, born in this time, Given the exact same circumstances, is not MJ. Mm. MJ was very MJ was very lucky by the time by the time in which he grew up. In. I get it. G, you gonna get us canceled? Hey man, I understand. I get it. It's blasphemous to talk about MJ this way, but understand that MJ never played a game seven in the finals. I get it. Who was my nigga playing in the finals? MJ. <laughs> Hey, six and nine. Don't, dis- don't disrespect uh, uh, Byron Russell like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare disrespect Jeff Hornacek, my nigga. Bro. You got Jeff Hornacek fucked up, G. Hey, John Stockton's nice, though. <laughs> John Stockton Stock- is nice. Stocks is nice, man. Stockton is nice. <laughs> I-, I-, I agree with that one. Um, he's six and nine in the finals. Greg Ostertag. Nigga, that's all I got. I got one name for you Greg Ostertag. You got a point. <laughs> You got a point. You got a point. Can we watch Greg Ostertag highlights, please? We might need to. Just bro. so I can just so I can get refreshed. I just want to know if there is Greg Ostertag highlights. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Hello, 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 Mike and Drill in practice. Greg Ostertag, bro. But uh nah. I get it. He's six and no in the finals. I understand. I understand. My name went through the East with who? 
All right, I'm not. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going on a resume. The resume is whatever. Yeah. Now, let me get to the actual shit about it because when we have these talks, I hate barbershop talk. But when we have these conversations when it comes to what if uh, MJ versus Who's Kobe the best versus MC, Biggie, versus, Jay-Z, versus uh, LeBron, all that stuff like that. Yeah. I want to give game on the fact that um, MJ sixteen on the finals. Mm-hmm. Artists, artists, all about him. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing, I get it. MJ was six six. If MJ, MJ without a father, drafted to the Cleveland Cavaliers, hmm. and damn, he's going there. He's going there. Hey, he's going there. You're just the messenger. Go ahead. I'm just the messenger, bro. Hey, I'm just the messenger. He's going there. I didn't. Ex- I, I didn't see this coming. Nah, he's. He, <laughs> I didn't already see, see. Bro, like <laughs> he been in the gym all week. <laughs> my nigga, like this shit. I didn't it's see it's this way coming. too much going around this doc. We get it. My nigga had a last dance and he nigga won. I get it. And I nigga, I get it. I understand. Jeez. But how? It, let's. They had a hard time. They had a hard time. They they won three. They won three three in a row twice. He had to take a two year break in between. Try going to the finals nine years in a row and playing against teams that were better than your team every single time, except for the uh, the one when they played against the Mavs. But the Mavs was a better overall team. But all the rest of them try playing against a team that's better than your team. Looking across at your other players in a social media age with, okay, this is a big thing about it. MJ's teammates. Were even I don't care what you if you look across the board was way better than anything that was on the Cleveland Cavaliers, the entire squad, and they also lived in a time where they were hedged, they were more headstrong. So you can have teammates that you could punch in the face, and they're not going to ask for a trade. You can you can have situations where you can go home at night and believe that if you go in the gym in the morning and you hoop, there's going to be other players in there that's ready to hoop. Hmm. This time frame right now. You don't know if you're going to find another player that's going to be in the gym with you. It's possible. This motherfucker will be in the club. All right, bro. I'm talking too much shit. I'm done. But I'm just saying, like, it's just more so, bro. <laughs> but you didn't even peep what I put on for you. I, <laughs> I just wanted you, I wanted you to get your shit off and then turn and see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, so this, to this, be, is, this is great. So to be clear, G, just for, just for, Clarity's sake, you won't be watching tonight. I do not want to watch tonight, but you're going to. Okay, that, okay, okay. I can. No, no, I can no, no. I don't. I, I, me myself would not plan on watching. But, but I did have. I did. This man Lodge did move into my building, and is probably going is going to force because he already brought it up that oh I'm stopping by to watch the MJ doc. <laughs> Bet you can watch the MJ doc. I'm probably gonna be over here studying or something like that. But yeah. I'm not about to watch this MJ doc. Yeah. Am I the only person wondering like what music is playing? I wanna know. Can we, just for sake, we gotta find out. Probably Space Jam. Ooh some boom bap for mm. Greg Ostertag. Oh yeah bro. That's a lot of muscle down there bro. Get that shit out of here. Nigga. Nigga. Give me that. Nigga, that blocked off. Give me that. I nigga blocked it from the ground. Eddie man. Jones, give me that, man. <laughs> Greg Ostertag throwing shit, bro. All this right. is crazy. This All is right. my, my, bad, my, bad, my bad. My bad. My bad. Nothing. Nah, nah. My bad. My bad. Ostertag. Pro- 
Okay, Ostago is nicer than I gave him credit for. So nah. he did play against John Stockton and, and Greg Ostertag in the finals twice. So he, he did do that. Yeah. I, I, I fucked up on that part. I'm not going to let you live just because you've seen highlights. If <laughs> I can make a highlight video of myself, you niggas would think I'm wet. So I'm not letting <laughs> Because we played against John Stockton and Ostertag, I might give him a little more credit on, on his finals resume, bro. But... Nah, no, no, I'll bullshit aside. I just don't like when folks be in. You're talking about the the actual records when you when you break down who's the best players of all times in any sport, because there's so many other factors. Unless you're playing again, playing in tennis or uh, or golf or something like that, mm-hmm. the surroundings or the the people that you're playing with is very fucking important. The coach that you're playing for is very fucking important. Hmm. The time that you're playing in is very important, but I'm not going to talk too much about the time because everybody can't play at the same time. So it's going to more so be the surrounding people, uh, where their mental is. And don't say that the leader is, is going to get everybody's mental inst- intact. Bro, try being a leader in today's age and telling anybody what to do. Hmm. Nigga, that ain't on you. My nigga, there is no way for you to tell a bruh that is making... That is making anywhere from an hour, but the league minimum is what, uh, like seven fifty, eight hundred, something like that. Yeah, something crazy like that. So try telling any bread that he need to be in the gym taking this shit serious. Kobe hmm. tried. Kobe, Kobe almost lost every limb he had trying to will people into playing basketball at his level. Yeah, my nigga, it's it. The further along you gonna How? get, the less likely you're gonna come across people that care about this as much as you care about your legacy. How do, naturally? How does um, Styles make fights? Eras make conversations. Um, the golden era for rap, uh, the golden era for soul music, for R and B, for film. There's a they they argue and romanticize it in all kinds of ways, and ignoring the fact that technology and technology advances humans advance and and adapt it's just it's just how evolution works um and so i i think that's where i think that's where i have a personally have a hard part with the debates where it's just it's just science at at that point it's just like hey this nigga's different because of the time he was born in but you were you were headed down a road that Caught me off guard, but I I just had never considered where you were like, hey, being born in in Akron without a father, and why and turning up to be the the amazing luck you got from that is being drafted to the Cavs and then being drafted by the Cavs and still surviving that like that all of those all of those things sort of set up a recipe for okay you're gonna be a bust. And not only are you not a bust, you kind of exceed, you exceed all the praise. Like that, I think that's the thing about the LeBron conversation that we probably won't be able to have until like they're doing for MJ tonight, 20 years later. Um, And so I, I, but this is, this is the part that I had to come around on not wanting to convolute legacies and or conversations yeah. and that became more of a, a thing with the passing of a, a, a Kobe man mm-hmm. um so much of so much of Kobe's last four or five years playing um were convoluted for me as a fan and just appreciating his 
basketball savantness because of the debates that were being had. Mm-hmm. Um, there were Laker fans on my college team that that just made that Laker Laker fans, Oregon Duck fans. Um, it's Laker fans, Oregon Duck fans, and there's one more other fan base that are just unbearable. Uh, Warrior fans, I'm tripping. Um, are impossible people to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all that shit was contaminating the the the, the focus and and like how just just how excellent it was. And so the other one, this, the first week of the quarantine, ESPN put on the the, uh, the Kobe Kobe's last game and. Just getting to appreciate that it's just like Broadway theater without worrying about who they were gonna say is better. I it don't that shit don't don't matter no more. And what what's getting what's more frustrated about it is that these three these three men um, do, dominated at such a level and were able to tap into something mentally that that it, that that I, I and so Kendrick's on TV right now. And I have to hear all day long people debate why Kendrick isn't this, isn't that. It, it, it's just it's just frustrating where it's like, can we just appreciate the greatness right now? Um, it's the same same thing with with Hove. Can what what are we what are we debate? Like there there is no there is no debate. Um, I think I think what this comes down to for me at least is that um, I'm tired of putting the god level complex into people you you know what i mean and you find out the older people get that they are just as insecure Mm -hmm. uh, Mm. just as like (laughs) just as petty just as petty just (laughs) like still pay attention to the exact same things as you do you know what i mean but for me and that topic and why that one is so it's such a personal one for me for me though is just that Giving the era that you're in, mm-hmm. it's harder to say that um, it would not be something else if you were now. I just want to compare everything to right now to because right now. At, least, at least right now, everybody has a say so on what you do. What you do. And everybody has a voice on what you do. Hmm. It builds a whole different type of character. Different type of character, different type of mental focus. All that stuff. And you're finding out that people that did not have to live through that type of stuff, they're they're a lot slower to the party on being built for this type of stuff. So Mm -hmm. they, they tend to stay away. You know what I mean? Like and I and I get it. And I think you put this in the in the um in the topics, but on on Jordan's on Jordan's insecurity on other stuff. Like it's it, and I think that that came from he, he Jordan was smelling he was smelling his own shit for a long time, but or and, and didn't think that thing, but it, it was um it was when he went to when he had a uh, um a Jordan camp, and um there was a little kid that stood up and did what are those to his shoes that he had on his feet. <laughs> I don't think that thing has ever happened to him, and yeah. didn't realize. Oh shit! I haven't been. Out the, I've been out the house. It. I haven't been out the house, so I, I didn't. I haven't been around people like this. So damn, yeah. these kids are disrespectful. They don't know. Like you don't know who I am. Like like that right there. Naturally, you gotta understand that people that are on top, they are care. not used to these type of things, bro. <laughs> like people don't give a fuck. Kids and especially don't. Kids, kids can care less. The new wave of kids oh, and like man. and like the shit that they listen to, like 
they fully don't give a fuck about nothing you got. <laughs> but but you know how much of a hit that is to like yo to your ego when the one the one thing at least that you should be known off of at this point is how amazing you make people feel about your shoes. Yeah. People die every day for my shoes. <laughs> So that lets me know that they're important. Going and a motherfucker just a little kid just told me, "What are those on my feet that he ain't never seen what before, bro? You ain't even these ain't even out yet. Yeah, don't put them out, bro. That's crazy, bro. Like that's got to really fuck up your psyche, bro. So he he probably had on some PEs too. That's that's what that's what made it funny though. That's what made it funny <laughs> is that he probably had on some PEs and the kids is like, "What are those?" But um, yeah, I I'm. I just I love stories. Um, the backstory to the documentary how it got made. Uh, Adam Silver's uh, foresight to go hey, he so basically the backstory is Adam Silver got information that this would be MJ's last season and suggested like hey you should just have a camera crew follow you because you didn't did some special shit. That that alone is. Do you think that's where uh, D Way got his question his uh his shit from? I just I, I just think it's a smart thing to do if you're Michael Jordan or not. Like if you're D Wade, just just document. Like I like I'm gonna be the dad with the home video camera. I'm just I just am. Like That's like it. nigga, you could use your phone, but I it's it's just a You know what I wanna do? It's just a thing. I wanna I wanna have that the uh the camera that you gotta get the real for. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I want one of them I'll just and just film everything. Yeah. So my like cause I think the one thing I always I always was bitter about like going to my partner's house, like they had the their heights in the doorway. Like what is that? that the, is that the Super 8 camera? What's that? What's those cameras called? Yeah, Super 8. Super 8? Yeah. Why, like, why, they, why, why your parents start to measure you and, like, document that? Like, damn, I wanted that. We just didn't live nowhere long enough to do it. So, it's like... <laughs> and then it's funny because my dad hella started off like that. Like, our first... My first birthday's on tape. Nana's first birthday's on tape. Our first few Christmases and shit. And then, you know, as things fall apart, things fall apart. And they're not there anymore. In those home videos, man, it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't know why I associate it with, um, I don't know what I associate it with, but I want to have it. But anyway, let's get off. I'm getting all emotional and shit. Um, the, the, the foresight and the vision for Adam Silver to do it, convince it and have to sway MJ into doing it, I think in itself is a great story. Um, and then the fact that MJ in watching it and reviewing it is like, oh, fuck. He exactly what you said, G. The reason he the reason he's worried about it coming out today is because he understands the climate and how you can get your ass chewed up and don't nobody give a fuck about legends no more. Clearly, based on how that Teddy Riley and Babyface shit went last night, mm. I was so sad, bro. Like I didn't even I didn't even have it in me to roast because they were roasting them niggas so bad. Damn. And Babyface just caught it like he just caught like a like an innocent bystander. Babyface was he was fine. He was ready and like wasn't having technical difficulties. Teddy Riley was up there looking like somebody's fucking uh grandpa. Damn. Confused. But all I saw was a meme was like bro struck him through the wires. <laughs> That's all I saw. Like just feet coming out of the wires. Ne- I was duh, that shit was so sad, bro. It was so heartbreaking. It I and I don't even have it in me to roast. Like I I cuz I know I know what's funny and I know them niggas are going to get it, but it's Teddy Riley for crying out loud, bro. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not roasting Teddy Riley. I feel like only bad can come to you if you say something bad about Teddy Riley. <laughs> <laughs> he gave, he gave us legends, bro. So I'm not saying that better. What you got? Only thing I was gonna say was, Baby's a different beast, man. Why you say that? The just those first three songs he played. 
I was like, he he's sitting there in his little velvet jacket, yep. drinking his Marlowe. <laughs> he is not playing any games any right games. now. He did any games. He was like, you can do all the showing you want, Teddy, but I'm on your ass. <laughs> you can play, you can dance, you can have your nigga in the background break dancing. But that's exactly how I expected Babyface to look. Just hella, just like, uh, I want. But. I'm curious to know, like, did Babyface be talking shit? Like on some like on some nigga shit. Do you think he be like popping oh, big so. shit? You think so? I think so. Did you see how he was talking then? He was think, talking shit in I, the cool oh, that that was real nice. You know, I remember when you did that song. <laughs> and but let me hit you with this one. And then just sit back and look at him and drink his wine. But what it I imagine Babyface being like how like when I found out how Brian McKnight is off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Brian McKnight is sick though. That's what I mean. I hope I hope Babyface ain't sick like Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight is sick. That's what I think he is, bro. <laughs> but you so um fuck, who is it? Uh uh Aerie Spears is on Vlad right now and talking about the the leaving Neverland Ranch uh, doc. Mm-hmm. And Vlad, Vlad goes he Vlad goes, man, before all this shit I kinda thought maybe whether it's smoke, there's fire. But he's like, now I don't think Michael did that shit at all. And Aries is like, for real? He's like, why you say that? He's like, man, because Michael, the like the persona that everybody tried to paint on Michael wasn't what it was. So when well, they waited. Wait until Mike died, bro. Bro, when they raided Mike's Neverland Ranch the first time, all the porn that they confiscated, Aries Spears is like, what was it? He's like, it was just regular porn. Just like regular, had like the porn I would watch. He's like, and then Aries Spears goes... Oh, he was a real nigga. <laughs> he's like, if Vlad was like, I, yeah, it seemed like it. He's like, he's like the story that kind of did it for him was, uh, was uh, the the OG that did like the first Vlad video to go viral was the the old nigga that was uh, his his kids were signed to Joe Jackson's label, mm-hmm. and he's telling the story about Michael fighting bubbles. And do you, have you seen that clip? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the funniest shit ever because he's like. Bubbles bit one of the kids, mm-hmm. and uh, and the, his son was like, "Dad, he bit me." And Michael heard he said, "He bit you," and he said, "Michael looked at Bubbles like, did you bite him?" And Bubbles would like chant like, like like talk. And he said, "Michael hit him with a two piece." Baba. He said, "Mike was quick." <laughs> <laughs> and Vlad goes away. He fought. The monkey? He's like, yeah, with eight piece. And you know how OGs be talking and the, the story changes? Yeah. The nigga went from a two piece to an eight piece. But the way he did it, it was just like, he was like, he was quick. But he said, he, but the, everybody said, everybody that got to hang with Michael for show said, Michael, he fucked with bitches and talked big shit and didn't talk like that. He tied a deep ass voice. And so I'm, I'm curious, like, what was that about that era that made them go, oh, are we going to talk soft and, and like this? Because Babyface probably be talking hella shit. You, you don't think so? No, I do. Even when he was like, how old was you when you made that beat? 12? 11? <laughs> it's like he was getting his shit off. But he was doing it as soft. As soft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got, we going to hell. We can't talk about Babyface. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot talk about Babyface. I was talking about MJ. Y'all think y'all good. Oh, man. Um, staying. Now nah, we are. I, that's where we we're gonna go. But the, the other thing I was sad about was I couldn't wait for that playlist to drop the next day. So for yeah. them to only get the three songs in, I was like, ah. Yeah. And oh, that's wait, what so it was. It shut down after that. They couldn't. They couldn't keep that going. It like couldn't. you couldn't. He you couldn't hear shit. Teddy was saying like yeah. his 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 audio was worse than RZA's, and RZA's was bad. Hmm. So, 
Because um, that nigga had 19 mics in the studio all on. Um, the the Teddy the Teddy and Babyface shit, but Ja Rule issued a challenge of 50. And I kept seeing it, and then it made me realize like how much y'all all got Ja Rule fucked up. It's not a complete wash. Nah. And see, people kill me, but that Vinavidi Vinci shit? Yeah. That, that's a classic, man. That album. Was it's up dope. there. It, uh, that album That album is, that's uh, Holla Holla's on that one. Yeah. 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 So. But. And, and, then, and then they'll get into their bag of like features. Uh, the only the only thing I will say is that if, 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 if Mixtape 50 is doing, then, then it's a wash. Then 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 I, then you got me. But if we're only going like official albums, it ain't it ain't a complete wash, bro. Rule three three six is slept on as an album. Vinny Vinici is definitely slept on. Um, Pain is love. Nah, it's some joints on there though. But like he, he like he has hits. Yeah. Why 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 is why did we completely write rewrite history on Ja Rule? That, I'm I'm fascinated by that. Because Fifty was that big, I was about to was say, that big of a personality, geez. bro. Jeez, Fifty made all of us go fuck this nigga, and he and Rule had been hit after hit for everybody, and then the whole world just turned for the whole world to turn on you because one man said so. That's impressive. Once once again, though, that partly goes down to like the individual, though, because there was not enough. Even though even though Fifty was that big of a personality. There was not enough for Ja to just completely get wiped off the map, though. Yeah, like Ja couldn't make a song after that. <laughs> he was he just in his head. Yeah, he like after, after that, Ja wanted to kill him for years. But that's angry. all he had, though. He just had vengeance for Fifty. He never had like the same thing that went back into the music. Damn. Hmm. I, I'm I'm thoroughly intrigued by that notion, though. Hmm. That he just like. Every time he went to the studio, he just kept bro, every single time, bro. It was probably another diss to fifty. Damn. And 50. But like, but like, not even like rapping though. It was just talking on a mic. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, bro, are you ever gonna rhyme anything together? Again? <laughs> never. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? Are you ever gonna? Bro, are you ever gonna rap. use like harmony again, bro? Like, what are you doing? No, because fifty made him say, made him think that shit was soft. And then, then fifty started. It. Then fifty started singing. Bro, I think it did. Wait, did twenty one questions after that? Yeah, he did a lot of shit after that. A lot what was shit. the first one that hit after no, that? No, no, was it wasn't. He didn't. That's the fucked up thing. He didn't do it on uh, on Get Rich. It was the massacre where this nigga started singing on some of them hooks. Uh, and then you got to think the mixtapes leading up to the massacre. That's when that nigga he was taking full on new edition songs Jesus. and having everybody sing. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, hmm. there is a couple songs of Yayo singing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're gonna call, we're gonna call your style corny. We're gonna do it, and we're gonna wipe you out in the process. You're gonna have a Fed case. That's a that's a nightmare. And then we're gonna make you so. Oh, angry. That's the part. That's a nightmare. They had the Fed. They had case. the Fed case. Yeah, that's right. Yeah that that shit was a wrap. Yeah, that shit was that, that's some, that's unfortunate. Because Ashanti was Ashanti was on the wave. You just brought Eric Lloyd was on the wave. You just brought everybody, <laughs> everybody down, down. With this shit. And not only that, Fifty was shooting at everybody. Everybody, yeah. You standing next to him, you getting it. Yeah, Murder Inc. has some folks, man. But see, that's my New York shit. Oh, 
Charlie Bar- New York. Charlie, not Charlie. Charlie Baltimore. Charlie yep. Baltimore. She is on there. Um, speaking of New York, I think we did it. I'm gonna give us credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not true, but I'm gonna give us credit for it. We talk shit. We're usually, about, we usually call things. Talk shit about New York, fucking up and not working together, and I couldn't be more like elated about some niggas that I don't know watching French and Jim piece it up on FaceTime, man. Hmm. On live, I'm sorry. Hmm. That was that was beautiful. Because them Coke Boy DVDs and the come up and all that shit, like, that was my shit, man. Yeah. Max, like, Max, Stax, like, like, that whole era of New York shit, like, was all I was on. And I hated the fact that it felt like I had to choose between the wave and Dipset. Um, even though it wasn't, it never was a Dipset thing, because... I don't ever remember Joel's saying nothing crazy about French and Max and them. I don't ever remember Cam saying nothing crazy. It was just Jim. It was just fucking uh, uh, uh. What was his gang? Uh, not Bird Gang. What was uh, it? It was Bird oh, Gang. Yeah, Bird Gang. Yeah, Bird. I just remember it was Jim set versus Max and them, but Jim's music suffering for a while because Max was gone. But it was Jim's shit was Jim got raw because he was around Max, and it's like yo. If all these niggas come together, it's going to be crazy. And then it was just the craziest, like, tension. And them DVDs would be nuts. And so we're talking about 15 years of funk, like, just weird shit. And then randomly it pops up on your timeline. Them two niggas piecing it up and telling horror stories about, like, I don't know. It was just a cool moment. But it, we just had that conversation about New York just uh, shooting himself in the foot. Like, Max, Max has a chance to come home. Why the fuck wouldn't y'all work together? Like, y'all, y'all both need it now. French seems to be in a weird place musically. Jim's, Jim, Jim's gotten better, um, but Jim could benefit from it. Like they could all benefit from working together at this phase in their career. I guess is what I what I what I felt like. And then it just it felt like they're aware of it too, and just some and just mature. And I don't know. It was it was I was hella happy to see that shit. Um, but I, I also know like. Just from just from the stories, like in some of those albums, like because niggas would be telling those full stories on their mixtapes, like what happened to certain niggas or what was going to happen to certain niggas, and a lot of niggas like got hurt behind that shit, like for real, for real. So um, glad it's over. Who'd you have in the battle between uh, between uh, Two Chains and Big Sean? I didn't like that matchup. I liked Fab and Chains more. Um. It, it's it's that's where that's where those get tricky, um, and also how bored is everybody right now? Oh, extremely! Like the the level of boredom right now, is extreme. Crazy. And they and they want to and they want to chalk it up as creativity. This is not this not that creative. This is this is we're gonna sit on live and play songs like this is, this is niggas in their feelings right but now. But Sean Sean versus Chains, it's Sean, but I don't want it to be. I want it to be Chains. Hmm. It, but that you know that the Sean versus Chains would feel a lot like Manny versus Scott Storch felt like to me. That's how I was about Scott to say. was benefiting from all those hits, whereas Manny, if you if we were at a party, Manny it's Manny hands down because like the the niggas who control the energy of a party they get to dictate what's the what the wave is if that makes sense. Whereas on the internet, the people who kind of just Oh, this is familiar. Go, oh, and so that was the other thing too. Timbaland and all the people that uh, 
helped kind of ghost produce some of those Scott Storch hits. Uh, that was weird to me. Them niggas all big enough. It was. It felt like Manny versus the industry that night. Mm-hmm. And so that felt weird. And so Chains, Chains versus Sean would feel like that just because of how how big some of those Sean records are. You know, Sean's just... And yeah. The other thing I have to say, going back to that battle, I know we talk about it a lot, yeah. is a, some of those ra- records that he played, people don't even recognize them as his records. Yeah. Like, he would play something, and you'd be like, that's the Timbaland record. Yeah. Well, I played keys I, on it. Exactly. That's, that's, that's Timbaland. That was, that was my point. Like, a lot of that shit was, like, Timbaland, and not even... And then the fucked up part is, it wasn't even Tim producing that shit. It was the Danger a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Like, that poor... Da- not, not poor Danger, because I know he's, he's straight now, but there was a run where Danger was making all this hit and not getting any recognition for that shit. And it was all, oh, that's Tim, Timbo shit. So, do you think that... So, who made the Mercy record? Was it Sean's part, or was it Two Chain's part? I don't think it was either one of them. Mm. I think I think that I. Are you asking me who had the better verse? Mm-hmm. Like who basically made the record? Like who made the record? See, pop? that's that's the one. That's the one record. And and so we got to think timing on that one. Chains had this thing because he because that titty boy shit was real. I don't know how many people actually remember it, but I remember that shit vividly mm. when. That nigga was catching steam even as DTP was like suppressing his shine. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like the switch got flipped to the two chain shit, and anything he touched was out of here. And so when you think about Mercy, Sean benefited mightily from being on that record. Mm-hmm. Like that's the it's the equivalent of Chains is supposed to be on that record. Sean we know he's supposed to be there, but the world don't really know. So when he gets there, that nigga benefits from torching standing next to the nicest niggas. And you go, who is that? We know who the rest of these niggas are. Who are that? Who is that? So that that record is unique to me for that reason where it's like, Ye was going to do Ye. Um, and the funny thing about Ye doing Ye is that I don't want to listen to that record without Ye on it. Even though, even though he has the, he probably has the subpar verse in comparison to the other people. I personally, yeah, producing though. I probably wouldn't listen to it if, if Ye not, Ye, yeah, that, Ye that was producer. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that, that's, that's why it's brilliant to me. And then we get, we get a, a rare chains. We get a, we get a, an introducing shine almost not really, but this is, this is like, nigga, here you go. And then push. What push is on that record? Push, push, push murdered that. Push, push, murdered. and so in comparison, I think push bodies everybody. Chains has the most memorable one-liners, and Sean is just like, "Nah, nigga, I'm here." And he and it's the it's the rare, it's those rare moments where the new guy, the new ish guy, because Sean wasn't new. I, this sounds crazy to say, but he wasn't new, but. There was still sort of speculation like, yo, what is he in the ranks of good music? And he's like, no, that's I'm that nigga. And then proceeded to run off hit after hit after that. Yeah, no, he needed that. He needed that. He needed the Detroit mixtape. And he oh my that. gosh, we, like the if he didn't do the Detroit mixtape, it would be no shot though, because he was still. Is Detroit right after the Mercy look? It's close. I think Detroit might have been before it. It's before it. I think Detroit. Detroit yeah, he, started it up. Yeah, because Detroit, 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 Detroit for how me, got it, how you even made it into the good music fan group no, like that, I think. No, 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 no. He was finally famous and shit. He's good music. I know, yeah. but like, I mean, like, 
even being considered in as a yeah, like yeah before that i swear he sounded so much like kanye it was ridiculous but yeah. detroit is what kind of separated, separated. Him having his own detroit did, so did, i remember it was probably like sophomore year of college and dill called me and dill we talked a lot in school but not that much dill called me he was like yo have you heard big sean it's like i seen bro i ain't really like it just <laughs> that's I, right, ain't, that's how it was, I ain't listening to that shit uh, for whatever reason, the Finally Famous tapes just didn't resonate with me. Like, Lemonade, none of that. Like, none of that shit. I wasn't fucking with it. Nigga, Detroit came out, and I was like, yo. I don't even know what it was. It was just... He could have been classified as Bubblegum before that, to tell you the truth. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. It could be that. Detroit just felt dark. That's it. Detroit felt dark and felt like some... And it wasn't, it wasn't like it was some street, like, gritty-gritty shit. It just felt like... It just felt counter to everything that was happening, and then and then how the features were going too. So I just like that Detroit shit was crazy. Well, it started becoming for Sean therapy on a track, and when he got into therapy on a track, I think is where he found his bag, because he can get into some very dark shit and then do some uplifting shit that to counteract it, which helps out a lot for because Sean Sean can Sean can rapidly rap. So if he just rapidly raps you to death with bubblegum shit, it was what he initially was doing. Finally famous. There's no market for that whatsoever. For we got plenty of people that could do some shit like that and go nowhere. So it was definitely putting some depth into what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. And once he started talking about some real shit, and then uh, putting together with that like some uplifting positive shit, and then having these breakups be in the public and do like some I don't fuck with you type shit. All that shit is how you get into like the forefront and being. In the in the conversation with some of the other people, not in like not up there, but up there, you know what I mean? Yeah. The next tier. Yeah, no, nah, Deshaun. The that's he's crazy. in the he's in the second tier with me. Okay. I'm rolling. Which so now Fab versus Chains. I was here for. Okay. Still not. Still not. Still not. In Chains e- can't touch on Fab. Exactly. Still not an equally yoked battle. Fab got bangers. What? Why, why niggas sleep on Fab? Cause that nigga chill, bro. It's we, Fab it's too, Fab's it's too gotta, chill for it's his It's got to stop, though. Like, <laughs> Dude? Nah, Fab is slept on. Yeah. Fab is slept on mightily. Um... They say, hear, they say he just he just raps for women. Like, he just does, like, he does female rap. But I hear it all the time, though. I hear people that go, like, Oh man, I went to a Fab show. Not going for a Fab, but went and Fab just did his hits and did an hour and a half of like. No, he's oh, got I'm, he's got oh, joints. Oh, he made that song, or he made that song. Like, yeah. Like, why niggas? Why? Why is it such a a a a, a secret? That's disrespectful, bro. It is so disrespectful. And you know, but you know what made that's, me that's happy? Soul tape group, man. Thank it's you. Untouched, bro. Thank you. Soul tape, soul tape is what solidified it to where you did you didn't sound crazy no more when you were saying it. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, is it talking New York? What is the what's the one before? Um, Nick, I just listened to it the other day because we played uh, the neo shit. Uh, like the album made me better. the The album, the song, the the album that made me better is on the album right before that. With uh, with uh, breathe on it. Oh, uh, yeah. That album yeah. 
It's crazy. Bre- breathe is nuts. Breathe too. is nuts. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I can't Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Yep. And he'll just throw in one of them joints too with like Mo on it or something. It'll just be like, bro, come on, man. Why you got to do this to me every time? Because every time he's face, every time. Because every, every, every time he turned the album in, they like, yo, you need a hit. And he like, all right, man, let me call Mo. <laughs> <laughs> he had Mo. I think Mo. Little Mo has a, a fabulous fucking bat phone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fab, what you need, G? Uh, I'm trying to turn the album in. They need a radio hit. All right, bet. at some point we got to do that though. Like the best duos, like that. Like the, when they team up, bro. You know, like, you it, know what it's gonna be. It's 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 it's, it's a super it's, it's a super connection when they put it together. It's it's going on. I, it's it's Fab and Little Mo. It's it's Wayne and Manny. After that, I don't have much for you. Sorry, Jermaine Dupree and Usher. No. Uh, yeah, I guess I got to give you that. I gotta, I gotta, I have to give you that. That's another battle that I don't know if it's gonna go the way people want it to go. J- JD versus Puff. That's not a wash. It's closer than people think. Mm-hmm. Or am I tripping? Nah, I, th- I feel like people really underestimate Jermaine Dupree. Do they just not know the totality of it? Is it just too sparse? Like, do you is that something you got to just see to believe it? Kind of type shit. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think nobody like. Because, you know, Puff's, like, all the way out there. Yeah. And then everybody kind of looks at Jermaine Dupree like he's just Jermaine Dupree. Like, people just connect him with just, like, Bow Wow, if you really think about it. Bow Wow and the Brat and Criss Cross. And they don't that's, see. That's enough. Like, if you if you like to keep going, we can keep going. But, nigga, if you're going to give me Bow, if you're going to give me Brat, you going to crisscross, and then we still haven't talked about Usher, still haven't mentioned Escape, still haven't said nothing about Jagged Edge. Like, and then his solo shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That feels, that feels, Mariah, come on, bro. What are we doing? What are yeah, we they doing? They got JD messed up. They got JD fucked but up. But again, I think that comes down to the personality of the person, though, because JD is not about to argue with you about this. <laughs> He's like, all right, you, like, y'all don't, <laughs> bro, I don't believe it. Yeah, right. You don't know about shit, dude. Hey, fuck it. Um, the, with all the verses shit, it's cool, but it's a whole bunch of new music. And this week, I don't know about y'all. Oh, we got hit over the head with it this we week. Got hit, we got whacked. Pause. Yeah. I keep saying pause for no reason. That's stupid <laughs> now. It's, it's getting out of hand. I just try to protect myself. Who do you, who do you, who do you think is out here listening in for no, you? No, because, man, I like... I didn't. I didn't think West Coast niggas played that shit. And then the last few studio sessions I had before this breakdown was like pause. <laughs> I was like, "You immature fucks!" Like, I was like, "New York niggas are just immature." Yeah, I'm about to say, not everybody out here is from the is from the West Coast. Though. Yeah, jeez, yeah, man, mix, I'm not saying that mixing stupid shit no more. Um, new, new music. music. Where we want to start? Um, we got we got new West Side. We got new Dream. The goat. Ah. The goat. Are you ready to... No, I'm not even going to do that to you. I'm not even going to do that to you. Uh, the baby. Hey, see, y'all going to put some respect on the baby name, man. You like the new one? Huh? You like the new one? Y'all going to put some respect on, bro, right? Like, that nigga just, he just keeps going. No, 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 no. That's not the question. You can keep going. Do you like this one? I I do. Okay, I like the last one. I, I I think Kirk. You like Kirk? Yeah, I wasn't mad at Kirk. I like the one before that one, uh, Baby on Baby. No, no, not that one. Uh, I forgot what the first album was called, 
but yeah, Kirk was cool. And then this one is better than Kirk, I think. Mm. Um, and then yeah, I'm, I I I like what the baby's doing. I really do. I think that a uh, new division. Division. That's yeah. division hasn't missed yet to me. I'm 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 here for it too. They at, at all, at all. What you got? Oh no! I knew Uh, they were special because their first album was my birthday, and I was like, "Oh, you guys, you guys get it." (laughs) Um, Division. So I got through division. They don't miss your man, guy. Your man, that guy. Dream, dream. Hit y'all with that, bro. I was listening to. I was like, bro, because that was my second time listening to it. I, I, I I hadn't even because because Westside Westside had completely consumed everything. Um, He does that. And then the dream, I already know what the dream is going, what the space he's going to put me in. So I'm like, let me avoid that. I'm on lockdown. This could, this could get, this could get weird. <laughs> uh, but then you just can't, you couldn't avoid it. And you're like, yo, this nigga is the nigga for real. What do dream? What kind of drugs does dream do? Do we know? We want to speculate. X. Think so. Powder. Powder. A concoction. Yeah, XF Mo- Molly. He do he do Jeffries. <laughs> Jeffries, Jeffries for sure. Hey, nah, nah. Him and Puff was definitely off Jeffries to make that first passion, like mm-hmm. the first song. Yo, they was for sure off song. I want to know. I, they I, took they took that back to the original Bad Boy. Like that was some that was some uh, initial Bad Boy days, bro. Just just the way bro programs drums. I think um, from the from the very first. Uh, from the very first time you hear, we heard a dream. Heard him, not his songs, but heard him. You're like, yo, this, this voice is unique. Like, this is this is this is it's cutting through different. Don't nobody sound like this. And then to find out he's producing, and then when you start hearing his records and like how he would program the drums and the different sounds he would use, like how dirty the drums would be, with like pretty ass chords, and then a, a strange ass like falsetto. It's just it's just it's just don't nobody nothing sounds like that. Yeah, he has an interesting voice naturally too. So, and where when where everybody could sort of copy and ride a wave, him and him and Frank are sort of like un, uncopyable or whatever, whatever that word would be. Like you can kind of you can everybody sort of figured out the Drake formula, and then he'll pivot and do something different. But people can f- pretty much figure it out mm-hmm. in terms of dominating sounds. Uh, everybody's copied the Travis wave, That's and why he stays ahead of the curve, or just steal something else. No, this is Drake. Drake consumes shit. Like that. Mm, nigga, like he's no. one of the better at consuming hey. things. Hey, hey, he is a Pac Man. If you don't, hey. you ever seen one, but that nigga will consume shit. You may be right. And make it his own. You may be right. Nigga, there will be but no. There will be nothing left. We if you don't stop Drake now, you may be right. This <laughs> 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 look even funnier on the character. Like, the there, will there will be, be nothing. nothing <laughs> there will be nothing left. Trust me. You might be right, but we swore. After that super flex of the Tusi slide, there would be no more Drake slander. Gotcha. All right. I just want to remind you of what what we said. Point taken. Um from dream from one goat to another, Westside Gun is trying to get a statue somewhere. Mm-hmm. Whether it be in it could be obviously he's gonna get one in Buffalo, but every other hood may as well just make a statue of Westside Gun. I'm convinced. What what the fuck, man? Is, no one's gonna say it. No one's gonna say it, so I'm gonna have to ask. Who does their production? Uh, Derringer, uh, Beat Butcher, Alchemist, and then Tyler had 
done a beat on this one. But he didn't do the one that he's on though. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. So that I, that was that was cool. Cause they're doing this without it being stale. You know what I mean? Like the songs don't really change from each other. What the fuck is but happening? They're, but they're fresh each and every time. Like you just gotta listen through the entire album and be like, damn, that was great. <laughs> every but time, like, you just be like, all right, man, that was great. But the the I think the uniqueness for the Griselda as a whole are the the assortment of people that listen to them. Like my friend group. Griselda's the only thing that my 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 the people I talk to um, about music with agree with across the board. When I found out L fucked with them, I was like, "All right, they must be dope." Because yeah, no, it's it's real specific, and I ain't never heard L fuck with no like grimy boom bap shit like that. But it's not all. grimy boom bap; it's fly as fuck. That's so, what I'm saying. They keep it fresh somehow, bro. That shit's impressive. Man. And so flow fucks with them. Lex fucks with them. I'm like, okay, this is this is this they're they're covering void. And Poe Poe is like. Nah, them the niggas. And I'm like, what? How does every, how do y'all come and make something so specific and have everybody fuck with you? I don't know. I'm amazed. Because it's like, if they have a, a another formula that people are going to try to copy. It's, you can't copy that. It's so unique. It's so unique to where if you try to copy it, it sounds like you're trying to copy it. Most definitely. I, I love Nobody else can put, 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 put on no track. Bro. Do that shit if you want to. I nigga could do that shit for two minutes and I'll, and I'll just listen bro, to it. Bro, that, that'll be the track, man. And it's and it and some of the shit don't be rhyming. This nigga person. this nigga don't be rhyming words on purpose, and I'd be like, yo, dish that shit. And so I don't I don't know I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say other than just press play whenever they drop. And and, and this is for this is for all of them. This ain't just this ain't just West Side Gun. This is this one Benny dropped, this one Khan dropped. You just press play and just play it for people as opposed to like trying to preface it and explain it because it ain't no shit you can explain. Or you just got to show them the video and then everybody go walks away and goes, this is amazing. I've never listened to any one of them with anyone and they'd be like, y'all don't like this shit. I've, but I've, but that ex, I've had that experience with other people, with mm-hmm. other artists. Mm-hmm. They're the one group that I've, I've been listening to that shit with multiple people and no one's ever said they don't fuck with this shit. I'm just impressed by it more than anything. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. I'm I'm here for it though. Because and they put I, out they put out a lot of material too. A lot of material, but there's people that don't fuck with like as as crazy as it sounds. There's people that don't like all of TDE. That that's a thing. There's people that don't like all of Dreamville. There's people that don't like Odd Future. I don't know nobody that don't like Griselda. Am I crazy? I live to tell about it. <laughs> ah, there you go. That's what it is. Wow. Okay, now we get that. That's, that's all I was looking for. <laughs> oh man. Um, we 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 rushed through the sports. The the the, the, the there was two important. Nah, you rushed over the baby, bro. Oh, go back. My no, bad. Okay. <laughs> nah, but it, hey, man, I just like people that 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 hit the lick and run it up, bro. Like you. That nigga found a way, bro, and ran that shit up. I, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of time that went into people not fucking with your music. So I can, I'm only impressed by the fact that now that you hear, folks start you, you you hit you hit that one that one lick that you know everybody fuck with the shook shit, and then from there, nigga, you ran that shit all the way up to stardom. Would you expect not superstardom, but stardom? Would you expect anything less from somebody 
though, to get their foot in the door and just go. Uh, I don't think everybody can do it. I don't think everybody can push out because what his shit is so specific that you gotta you gotta hit the market running uh, before somebody copies that and there be hella people with the exact same. But but to, he's an, to, he's another one. Whether you like it or not, it's if the second people start trying to do it, it sound you sound like the baby. Yeah, but his 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 uh, his, his his sound can also since it since it, it since it deals with so much. Uh, a rep- repetition and re- being so repetitive, repetitive yeah. that it's possible that nigga, you can grow tired of it. So you gotta run that shit up now and create your businesses and then get the fuck out. The one that what's funny about Suge, um, as repetitive as it is and as for as big of a song that was, I don't remember. I don't remember having that moment of being like irritated by that shit. Every time it come on in the club or whatever it came on the radio, it was just like this makes sense. It's a great song. Like it's hard to. It's hard to argue with a, with a with a great song. I'm not a lot of you, bro. I'm not irritated by one the baby song. I don't think one. I don't. No, no, no. I'm. I'm I not. haven't fuck with the Nelly type of song that he made with uh with B Simone that just came out. Like everyone is just like, I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not mad at at him at all. I just. It's just not. It's he's the one, the one artist, the one of the newer artists that I'm just like. Not, not, don't have anything towards. Not even, not even that. It's just like I get, I understand the lore because he's like sonically. When you listen to it, it's like, yo, this sounds great. I just wouldn't listen to it. Got it. Um, Dolo, like in the club, you can't escape it. Party, if, even and what's crazy is about the shit that I wouldn't listen to if I was doing a playlist for a party. It'd be full of the baby. Like that's the that's the other thing too. Okay. So just being cognizant of how his music affects other people. Um, oh, this, all right, enough music. Back to sports. Are you gonna do a DJ set for the for the, for the uh, ground? No, I should, but I'm not going to. No. Um, fuck you, dude. Because <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm not doing that shit. Um, Jalen Green. We talked about him a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he announced midweek that he's completely foregoing college and going straight to the NBA's G League. Swag. Um and 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 signed for something uh that's reported to be half a mil uh for one year. He can still attend uh college courses if he chooses to and the NBA will pay for it. Um the reports are that Adam Silver was frustrated that uh the two guys last year uh LaMelo and the other gentleman, um, going overseas. Yeah, that they that they had to that they had to go overseas to to explore their talent and to pay and to get paid for the talent as American as U.S. citizens. And was like, come on, man, this is this is getting out of hand. Did you see, Lamelo bought his team. <laughs> Wait, the team he ended up. I think is all about this internet shit, bro. He does it really well. He went to go, the team he went to go play for. He ended up buying purchasing. Bro, he bought them. that team, bro. These new kids, man, are are and and so that's why that's why these all these sports stories I wanted to talk about. So salute to Jalen, um, getting that bag and and saying fuck the NCAA. Um, hopefully, more young men of his caliber because he's special. Like that that kid's just different. Um, are able to take control of their futures and still have the right to go about to go uh, get a get a college education too if they if they so choose to college ain't for everybody 
Uh, it's another conversation. It's for really another not. Day. That's another topic for another day. We could do a deep dive if, if we if we if we want. Um, but if you don't know what you want to do in life, then there is not. There's no like you should go to college. One hundred percent to buy yourself time. Yeah. If anything else, if you just don't know what the fuck you want to do in life, buy yourself time by going to college. But otherwise, if you don't see a reason for college, you don't have to go to fucking college. Yeah, college man. is like there's nothing about college that says that <laughs> besides the fact that you're going to be in debt and that you can make a better that you can make a better living as far as like income goes that you will have to pay back. That's the only thing like it's like it's a it's a it's a scam. It's a trick. That's why I said another topic for another day. Because we, we can't just say that My and bad. just pivot. Uh, <laughs> but that's exactly what's about to happen. Um, <laughs> so Jalen, salute to him. Um, but then there's, Trevor there's Booker. about 150 degrees, nigga, that go nowhere. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. Trevor Booker. Um, I remember seeing Trevor Booker play in the ACC and just being fascinated by um, – his motor more than anything and his athleticism. Who? Yeah, exactly. You said Trevor Booker? Trevor Booker, yeah. From Texas? No, Trevor Booker played for uh he went to Clemson. Um, oh, he did go to Clemson. Yeah, I'm Clemson. thinking of the color though. Yeah. Right. Okay. Trevor Booker went to Clemson. Um Lefty. Yep. And then was ultimately drafted by the Timberwolves, I think. And is nonetheless bounced around the league a lot and then finally was finding his footing as one of those one of those forwards that could switch everything. So he, he's, he's, a, a, he's a valuable player to a lot of teams. But your man's is retiring after seven seasons or six seasons or whatever um, and is on pace to be a fucking billionaire. Yeah. He invested in, speaking of LaMelo, buying his team, Trevor Booker bought one of the, sock, one of the club MLB, MLS teams um, early. Um, he's got a bunch of other investments and bruh's from a really small town in South Carolina. And oh. just an- another another beautiful story in and you know, and just and just and what what opportunity and access can do for particular brains who who think counter to culture. Mm-hmm. Um the thought is I'm in a league, I'm from a really small town. My money could go really far from said small town, so I don't really got to be innovative and try other things and diversify my portfolio. Fam completely defied all of that logic and is on pace to be a billionaire. So I just wanted to take time to salute Trevor Booker um, into his next endeavor uh, following the lights of the Patrick Willis's and people like that who have other um, interests outside of their profession that got them access. Um and the last sports story, as we as I just run through those hella fast, is probably my favorite one. I stumbled upon a story of Steven Jackson um, <laughs> retelling why he called his wedding off the, the, the day of the wedding, at the wedding. Um, he was dating somebody who's known in the realm, has been on the Basketball Wives shows and all that shit. Um, and it's, it's been mentioned in rap songs, all the shit. Steven has children with this woman. Um, and was getting ready to marry her, and she wouldn't sign a prenup. But the funniest part of that story is, like, Stephen Jackson has a popular podcast, popular show, and is often called on as an analyst for ESPN, and is tacking out whatever room in his house he in, like, smoke, like big smoking, 
and just telling the story like one of the OGs would tell a story. <laughs> and um, the 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 other hilarious part about that is Stephon Marbury and Mike Bibby are the ones who are gassing him and telling him, man, fuck that shit. Fuck her. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> Stephon Marbury makes sense. No, Stephon. Stephon. You don't put anything past Stephon. Yeah, Marbury. I don't put anything past Steph. But the Mike Bibby part was hilarious. Um, and then, I don't know. I just, I, I again, I'm a sucker for stories. And I thought I thought that was great. So if anybody, if you get time. So my question for that though, did he did he wait until on the altar for her to sign? No, 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 no. Okay, so no, he brought he, this up before, and then she said no, and then no, he went well, to the altar to tell her. Well before, the, well before the prenup conversation had come up, and it been gone, had been a lot of back and forth, and she just was like figuring out, kept delaying it, kept delaying it. It was like, yo, I'll sign it, I'll sign it, I'll sign oh, it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. And. Um, the one, the one lady, I forget whose mother, one of their mutual friends' mother was playing like the, the, the correspondent in between them to get her to sign it. And she was like, yo, she ain't going to sign this shit. So, yeah. I don't know what, uh, that's not all right. Cause she was for sure about the Larsa Pip in his ass. Oh yeah, for sure. That was a given. For sure. I don't know. So he hit her with that boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, bro. Had to, bro. <laughs> that shit, I mean, that shit makes sense. I mean, dude, bro, you got money, you go for a certain type of person. A certain type of people are around you, and you end up with a certain type of person. So that makes sense. She was for sure about to do everything he thought she was about to do. Yeah. Did she you, was a part of that group. Did you guys. Uh, she gonna still go get to, she's gonna get hers. So, yeah. Did y'all check out uh, Black as Fuck? Yeah, uh, I did. You did or you didn't? Uh, I watched the first episode. First episode. How many episodes did you get through? I watched them all. Yeah, I got through first two. Um, Underwhelmed. You could tell. Do I sound like it? Oh no, that's how I was. Yeah, I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, I, uh, I, you, I, you I, I fuck with him as a writer. I just think that for this show, it was a it was a great idea. So I will start with that. But it's a brilliant idea. That's see, that's that's why I don't want to. I don't want to just go. I'm underwhelmed and leave it there. It was a great. No, it's, 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 it's just. A great idea. It's just not funny. There we go. That's all. Like I, I, I'm all for. I'm I'm a big fan of dry humor. This one should be really well written in dry humor. I just don't think it might be. I don't know. I thought, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure a lot of that stuff though is getting ciphered to blackish, and it's just got better actors to do that shit for. Uh, but. The idea is great. And I don't the like. Music, uh, the, uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna go out and say it. Go for it. The the Larry David, Jerry Seinfeld dry humor that works for those type of white Jewish people. We don't need that. Hmm. And I get it. The 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 uh, what do they call it? The the the. The full body comedy that people like they like Martin gets made fun of. If you have you have you ever watched Martin with white people? No, I'm gonna be honest. Don't. It's terrifying. To so in college, the men's team and because we were NAIA broke as fuck. So the men and the women's team had to travel. To, the men's and the women's team had to travel together on the bus. And oftentimes it'd be like, "Yo, DVDs, DVDs, DVDs." Dog, I went, I went three years without ever, ever suggesting watch anything because I didn't want to watch shit with white people. Mm. 
And junior year, my nigga. Oh, you mean like how Dave Chappelle felt? Yes. Okay. I knew that I knew that there was a possibility that what we thought was funny, they were gonna be like, what is this? So junior year, fucking Humphrey and Justin get there, and Justin don't give a fuck about <laughs> anything. And he's like, Mondo, you you got your DVDs with you? Man, put that Martin on, nigga. I'm like, nah. I'm not doing it. Like I, did, I had no desire to put Martin on in a, in a, on a bus full of white people. Right? Him and them niggas would not let up. I was like, fine, you do it, but I'm not going up there to put it in. Yeah. When I tell you, not only did what I think was going to happen happen, it was ten times worse. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had this. I was sunk in my seat, bro. Like my heart was hurting. I. Mm-mm. Nope. So you think it would it would benefit from a laughter track? Not a, not even a laugh. Not even a laugh. It's just the the style of comedy. Like, am, am I saying that right? Like, it's just the dry humor that you're talking about. Like the the emotionless face of delivering certain lines. I I, 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 I just I just think if you're gonna do that, your your idea better be brilliant. You know what I mean? Like the the things that you are trying to convey to the public better be brilliant. So it better be something that goes over people's heads. You can't do that with shit that is so fucking simple that everybody understands it. So therefore, it does not hit. You know what I mean? Like that's not how that's supposed to work. That's I guess. That's now, what, what really did work though? What when the reason why I might watch it further is just that. He does do a really good job of piecing together black history into these projects. So I do appreciate him for doing that part. That's, that's not gonna, enough. Man. That's not that's I'm not gonna, that's not going to be that's enough for enough. that's not going to be enough for that's us. It's going to be enough for other people. That's not enough. But I think that he does a really good job of doing that part. It's just that it's just not going to be funny from what I'm seeing so far. The kids are doing it. Would you you quiet over there and you watch nah. all of it? What do you think? What as a filmmaker, I'm a, first. I'm gonna be bad because like the only reason I watched all of it is because it was like I didn't have shit else to do. So it was just like running you know how it just automatically runs on Netflix mm-hmm. and like that was playing, but I was doing hella other shit and then from time to time I look up. But I guess from the way you guys are talking about, it, since I didn't really give it my all, mm-hmm. it felt like it, Every time I looked up, it was the same episode at times. Mm. And mm. I just noticed that he had a different chain on. And I was like, oh, it's a different episode because he got mm. a different chain on. Got it. But, uh, like, I the, did like, I did like the, that's the, that was the hard part too. It's like, I loved a lot of the commentary that was around it. I, yes. lo- I loved it. I just didn't, I no, didn't. No, the idea is amazing. Yeah. Okay. It's the execution. We, we are saying that. We yeah, are saying The idea that. is okay. amazing. Like, the idea of doing a documentary inside of a show mm-hmm. and it being for the child, but, he and, took it and, and used shot it for, like it was shot for, there for a show. That's yeah. a great fucking idea. And it was I, shot I, like I that. Can't too. put that. Can't put that away. From, I can't take that away from them. Yeah. But it just wasn't funny. You know what yeah. I mean? And I do want to give them the benefit of the doubt as a black show that got passed off. I mean, that actually did get um, re, uh, greenlit. But it's it, it's it's probably gonna be a tough one. It's probably gonna be nails on the chalkboard. I just don't like to to me. I I. Uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, for the uh, for Blackish, Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. He yeah. does a really good job of pulling off the idea of you being an older black dude that has to spend all of your money, um, in order to 
feel and look as if you have a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, that's he does a really good job at that. I just don't think we need to do that again. <laughs> just, that's, I, I guess I guess that's what I was. It just it but, but drier. We know we, to do that. we know it's a spinoff. We know it's looped in. Um, this didn't feel like different world meets Cosby Show type of spinoff type of thing where because they're already doing it with Grownish and and, and Grownish uh, is really good. That's, yeah, that's and good. so you that's got to that demographic. That's amazing. Not so not so big on mixed dish, but then again, that's not my thing. So yeah. I'm not. Mixed, is it so is it do is it doing well? Is mixed dish doing well? Uh, it's not. It's it's kind of how black 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 as fuck is kind of where. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you're mixed, you might get some of this stuff, but it's it's just not funny stuff. And so the and so the black the black is fuck thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, I need to I need to give it more time. I'm only two episodes in. I'm gonna watch the whole thing. Um, but at the the dry the dry humor, and the it it almost feels like going out of our way. And and the other thing about dry humor too is like the 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 uh, Rashida. Rashida Jones, I love her as an actress. She's great. Um, but she was, if you think about The Office and how dry that humor is, some of it, it's dry humor mixed with a lot of the the physical comedy too. Um, she does really well in that in that in that she does re- really well in that realm. And so, even her, I was underwhelmed by her performance in Black as Fuck. And that, I thought I'd never say that about her because she's so consistent mm-hmm. from uh, from Parks and Rec to to to, to the office. office. Like, like I, I, I've never seen her underwhelmed like that, but it almost felt like the, because the, 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 kid, the, kid, the kids are actually great on the show. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad at the casting for the kids. It's, it's him. No, the casting's good. It's just not good. My question was: Was that the first thing he had, like was acting, acting in? Maybe yes. Because yeah. like I don't watch Blackish like consistently. Neither I don't do watch I. any do of I. those shows. Neither do I. So I didn't I know if he like acted in those shows from time. Does he appear? No, just just a writer. Just a writer. Is, is he a writer? He, is he the creator? A cre- he's a creator of those shows, shows. and yeah. then he also writes on them. Yeah. See, and he, and he writes. He uh, he's going to write. Oh, he already did write uh, "Coming to America" the second one. The second one, yeah. So like he he does. So he so Brett's talented. No, he's yeah. super talented. Yeah. He's super talented. But this is going to be the first time he's doing the in front of the camera stuff. But I can already tell that his personality is more behind the scenes. Camera. So what? So what? So what? What are we going to spec? Or what are we speculating? Are we speculating that? Um, are his, we speculating? His, his ideas would hit a lot better if somebody else did them. No, no, we're speculating. I know, no, but are we for, in terms of why he is finally stepping in front of the camera? What do we think that is? Is it? Do you think it's something that he's wanted to do, or do you think this is encouragement from his peer group? Because it it feels like if to me it feels like more encouragement from his peer group. It don't feel like Brett wants to do that. Yeah, he does like somebody dragging him along through this. Uh, can I, can we tell it's, that it's possible that it's something that he he what he's wanted to do? Yeah, so it's possible that something that he he wanted to do, but I think. I, I think a lot of times in in these type of situations where you have such a uh, – you can can become well-respected and, like, white people really fuck with you, and then they could force you to do some shit. Like, he he probably had another idea and probably wanted to perform it a certain type of way, uh, but 
due to timing restrictions or constrictions, he probably rushed it. Hmm. And this is probably the rush process project of this. Because like if you make a if you make a hit show like Blackish that's on that that's on that show. I mean that's on that uh network, then automatically you are able to do something else. You can pitch something else. Yes. It was, it was a great pitch. It yeah. was a great idea. Yeah. But I think they might have rushed the process on it, especially working for Netflix or working for Netflix deadlines. It's possible that he rushed it. Yeah. Hmm. And then another thing is, if this is like his first real go around acting, maybe like since it's his first go around, he's Setting still in. trying to find his groove. Yeah. So second, this, second season. Yeah, he might actually be able to really get into his bag and actually really feel comfortable. Because if he's been, like, behind the camera and just really writing all the time, even if he has wanted to act, but he just wasn't ready for the jump, and now he finally decided, I'm going to make that jump, and yeah. he makes the jump, but now he's trying to figure out. Because, like, Rashida, she's been acting for years, and then, you know, Which the shows? kids are young, and that when you're young and you're acting – you're able to just get it faster because you know you think you can do anything. Yeah, yeah. So he's not. He, he, you're sort of acting like yourself. And he's too. not. And yeah. he's not. It's not unbearable. It's not because nah. I'm. I'm. I'm going. If, if it was. If it was unbearable, I wouldn't be able to finish it. But I'm going to finish it because it's not. And I'm curious to see that. I'm curious to see whether halfway through the season, if he catches his groove, he start like I noticed like the last three, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. You could tell he's starting to get it. Wrap mm-hmm. up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited I'm excited for that, and it's another it's another thing um, that I personally have about just being black and allowing things to develop and giving it time. Um, so he like they like I have I owe I owe him that you know you don't owe nobody shit, but as a, as a consumer and a, a storyteller, I feel like that there is some karmic sort of like like let me get this let me get it some time. No, nah, he has enough of a track record for me. Yeah, he definitely has enough of a track. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, he's he's earned that. I mean, yeah, yeah he yeah. he right. he's earned right. not not outside of being black. Like the, those, how well those shows have performed, the other shows have performed, bruh, is owed that most definitely. You know, so salute to them. Congrats um, on another on another impactful release. Um, yes, sir. Now I want to get into why you just come to terms with Nick Cage being a fucking goat. Bro, Why are you late to the party, son? Because, man, nah, it wasn't even being late to the party. It was just I got reintroduced to it. Like uh, You I'm, watch Con Air and uh, nah, Face wish, Off. I, nah, I wish it should have been something that I, said, I went back <laughs> And going to 60 Seconds, nigga. Just all, just all nigga. There was, nah, he got, he got joints. Hits. But next, he got some bullshit, Next though. with uh, West. Nah, he definitely Arizona? got bullshit. Raisin. Hey, can we talk about Raising Arizona? <laughs> yeah. Nick Cage is special, bro. He really is, man. Uh, are, we, are we alone on this island, Nick Cage Island? Not. Nah, we went to go see him speak. It was me and a few friends. Uh-huh. And wait, what year was this? Because <laughs> Nick Cage been spun out for a few years. No, now. this was like this, this was recently three years ago. Oh yeah, he been spun out. He been spun out for the last three years for sure. So, and he straight up said, when it comes to him and acting, he was like. I'm only going to do something. He said, no matter if people kill me for it or love me for it, the way I'm going to act every time, it's going to be all the way 100. Yeah. He was like, there's no middle for me. Yeah. So you could tell. Like, what whatever y'all saw. character I go you, into. What, 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 what brought you? impressive, bro. What? Like, I, that's where I got my appreciation from because I, I, watched, uh, I watched Vengeance. 
uh, which Switch. had to come out in the last. They had to come out either 2020 or 2019. I haven't seen a Nick Cage movie. That's what beyond, I mean. I found 2010. Nigga, on, I ain't gonna hold you on demand, bro. Like, but I, I saw it. He was and he was there. He was he was he it. was fully there, bro. Storyline and all. All right. And it was like it's 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 a it's a it's not a B it's not it's it's kind of like a B movie, but it's it's definitely like a straight to DVD. Everything right now is straight to the video right now. <laughs> but it was one of those, and the storyline was you know kind of simple to follow. It was one of those where you know somebody else gets in trouble, uh, and he's a cop, and he ends up being the person who basically sets everything, fixes everything, basically. So kind of like a taken type of thing uh, that you will go through. But it was just by the like I, I started off watching it. Cause I was watching it at my grandpa's house, and I started off watching it and was like, "Bro, this man really clicked on this Nicholas Cage movie because he looked he looked at he looked at all the titles on there. And he said, oh, Nicholas Cage,' <laughs> and that's why he bro, it took it. it took zero time between him deciding. I was like, <laughs> oh, bro, shit. I ain't seen Nicholas Cage. And, oh, okay, well, shit, I guess we're gonna watch this. And this was for Easter. This is for Easter dinner. So I'm just sitting down <laughs> watching it, <laughs> and I'm like. And as I started getting through the the movie, like midway through, I'm like, "Damn, I do like this nigga." <laughs> and then I get, and then by the end, I'm like, "I'm down there standing up, like hell yeah, nigga, <laughs> bro." And I'm like, and, and this this movie was not that type of movie to be like being this interested in the fact that niggas Cage overly performed in this. But it was just that it was one of those storylines that it was so low. It was a low budget f- film. Super low. Uh, other group on uh, uh, the rest of the cast was like you know people that are probably this is probably their first few uh, movies that they've done. And bro was in there being Nicolas Cage Jesus. with all of these amateurs and pulled this whole story together. Without him, this movie never gets lit. <laughs> <laughs> with all these amateurs, don't don't be the nigga in the movie calling the other niggas amateurs. And that's probably how Nick Cage walks on those B movie sets though. It's like I'm here. You guys follow my lead. I'll carry you. Bro. Like Nick Cage appreciation. The only the only dude that got a trailer. The rest of the cast is in one trailer, and then Nick is just off there to the side in the woods somewhere. He just come out, do his shit, walk back in his shit. Jesus. But it was it was a hey, he did it, he did his thing in there. I mean, by the end, I was like, I've seen this. Over and over and over again, and it never gets old. Yeah. Like I would never, it would never get old to me. Vengeance stories, like something happened to somebody, and there's a there's a cat from the side that just happened to see this whole thing take place, or happened to them, and all of a sudden they they're are looped into this, they're looped right yeah. into it, and they and they you know they make everything right. Yeah. Now that's I, I guess that's what what this is all sort of brought up, brought in the the quarantine and and being locked in place and the shit we get to see. Um, and Conair is definitely one of those. Conair is special. Conair is special. Conair is in in I Conair, U.S. Marshals, uh, Fugitive. Yeah. There's those movies that I've seen a million times. That if it's on, no matter where it's at in the the the, the sort of sequence, I'll watch it. I just have to. Um, and that's what I've been doing since we've been on lockdown, and it got me to thinking like, how long this shit is gonna last, and how long it's sustainable. Um, and we started debating about it the other day over dinner and I was like, yo, they're not, I don't give a fuck what's going on. They're not canceling black, black Friday or Christmas. Ain't no way. <laughs> There's no way. Mm-hmm. It's too much, too much at stake. What you got? Uh, I was just, I was just thinking about like the times that we're in right now and 
was folks more likely to mark up things or were they more likely to sell, sell them? Like put everything for sale at cost because huh at cost yeah at cost because Wait, like Wayfair's Wayfair's having a closeout sale today. I, who knew I was addicted to furn- home furniture, home decor? That's important. <laughs> I might need to go look at get some sconces, some open shelving. What you think? I'm not mad at that. Oh, Jesus. what about one? Of, what about what about one of them like uh, them wall plants that you gotta grow? I never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. You got, you got, a, got a green thumb on the way? I have one in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bro. <laughs> bro, the eyes, bro. I, I did not know. You this. had no idea. Yes, you had yes, no, no clue that this was actual. No thing. way of knowing. I definitely have one in my room. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, yeah, are but they, are they likely it, to mark it up or mark it down? So I was because I'm thinking of I'm thinking of like okay for for things that people really need right now, you can put. Uh, 100% markup on it And motherfuckers are still gonna have to buy it Like it doesn't Like There's nothing they can do about it And they'll still do it Or you can just put a for sale sign on it But keep it at your exact same price But just mark it down from a, a price that you a, a, cra- a crazy ass number that you would have thrown out there Just mark it say it that was, it's, off, it's, it's slashed in half from that But it's the actual price that you want to sell it for Well isn't that how sales work That's, how, that's what I'm saying yeah. that, That's why I put Black Friday in there Because that's exactly how Black Friday works yeah. It's the exact same price of things But you just put a for sale over it And people, usually, go, people run to it Usually the items that are that are, that are at, a, at retail um, Are the crazy markup uh, Anywhere from Anywhere from like 200 to a thousand percent markup um so that headroom allows for the crazy so you'll see something half off of the markup price not half off of the wholesale price you right. know what i'm saying so wholesale like it's there's always money to be made and the the longer certain shit sits on shelves and you got to store it you got to stock it and you're not able to filter in the next product it's money you're losing yeah it depends so, on how people have to touch it before it actually makes it to the, to the exactly. store so so you're like, all right, bro. At two manufacturers, then yeah, everybody got the cut of it. If I can go f- I do a 50 to 80% sale on my markup price and this motherfucker can go, I still made a profit. Um, it's fascinating how that shit works. I just, I, I just personally have a feeling that ain't, it ain't no way in hell, no way in hell that the country is going to. Because if that were the case, this Christmas would have been shut down. Like no one should have been traveling this Christmas, and we wouldn't be in this predicament. Like if they would have cut off travel to China this this past Christmas, shit would be we'd be singing a completely different tune. But but oh, that's one to think about though. Consumerism and capitalism just runs this fucking country, dog. That's one to think about though. Like for the for the flights though, like for the flights, what are those gonna be like, bro? Bro, who who? How can how can that market go back to what it was when flights had gotten down to like forty dollars? You mean to tell me you can afford to have sell a forty dollar plane ticket? You gonna go back up to eight hundred? But they got to make up for all the lost revenue. And the whole world has to make up for the revenue <laughs> loss. Nigga, you, they, y'all don't y'all not special. They don't get the veto. We, are, that. we already didn't, we already didn't see that you can you can afford to put a plane in the air, nigga. At 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 thirty dollar uh, thirty dollar tickets, I'm not buying it no more. Hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing you can tell me at that rate to convince me that you need to overcharge me the way that you are. And then it's it's crazy how plane tickets work, and then how how. If you your search engine works, where if you search for it on one site, nigga, the other site knows to mark it up for you. On a, this shit is crazy. 
Yeah, that's why it's very important to be able to do business between Monday and Thursday. Facts. If you can do business three month between Monday and Thursday somewhere else, <laughs> my nigga, you are getting a steal on your plane tickets. A steal. Don't do shit over the weekend, man. But yeah, man, that's cool. Um, we still got to figure out where we're going. First time we can, get, not the first day that we can get out, no. but. After, eventually after, after everybody we, go experiment and see yeah, what the fuck's going on yeah once y'all start you know spreading bacteria to each other that after that group that one <laughs> that's that's the group i want to be and not the first group the second group yeah um i had i had a question for the group hmm. um hmm. it's not really a question it's a thought but but the the question will be have you how how often have you encountered this person? Um, and I had to write it. Uh, abuse people mask their feelings in in other sentiments that manifest the reality that 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 they want to avoid. Hmm. That makes sense. One more time. Abuse people mask their feelings. And other sentiments that manifest the reality that they want to avoid. Hmm. So, yeah. So, just and and by abused, I mean just having gone through something, right? Um, and then pivoting into a completely new circumstance, um, and then ultimately projecting on to the new situation what they were trying to avoid and that what they were trying to avoid just manifest because they projected that shit in there. I don't, I don't know how many times I've experienced that. I don't know how many times I've been the culprit in that shit, but it's a reoccurring theme, nigga. And the more you start to converse with people and start talking about experiences and shit, it's just, it's all rooted in this, this, this like paralyzing ass fear. Mm -hmm. Of of not being seen ultimately. Um and it's just it's, I just I had a I had a couple of unique conversations in and around that this week where it was like, damn, that uh that self that that's that that amount of self awareness is is like so powerful. But the amount of space if you need it, because some mm. people don't need it. Um if you need that amount of space like how valuable that shit is. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, how selfish it might be to ask somebody for that type of space, right? Or to demand it up front. Um, have y'all experienced that shit at all on any level? Uh, I think it's it's definitely more rare to for it to be demanded up front. I think that's a super rare occurrence. Is that a good that, thing or a bad thing if it is demanded? No, that would be dope for somebody to be that, to be that aware, aware. That aware ah. to then bring that to the forefront and introduce somebody to that to, from the beginning and, and allow them to make the decision, decision. there in the same place mm-hmm. to be able to allow that to be a thing. Mm-hmm. So that right there is the healthy way yeah. if, if you are still having to deal with some things. Uh, that will probably trickle into uh, your relationship, but um, the the lack of that, and then having a conversation of of that is still, I would say, beneficial mm. uh, once you do once you are aware. But the most damaging one is everyone that's going around here that ain't even acting as if that's a thing. Yeah, uh, but still. Uh, having this this heavy level of toss, toxicity um 
towards people that love you the most and show you the most love. Damn. I think that part is like super damaging and could be the complete answer to relationships, but um, you don't take that first step that you're talking about. Yeah. Of just being, of just being aware and, and communicating first first. that. Yeah. First things first, things first, just become aware. Just become aware. Just, just, come, just come aware. If you come aware to begin with, then from there, the natural progression is for you to present that to people. Hmm. Somehow, somewhere, somehow, somewhere. It, it, it'll, it'll start to it'll start to exude out of you, bro. Yeah. Like you, it's no way to keep that in once you hit that part of awareness. But what people do is is that they run from they run from that out of fear, yeah. And then you never get to that step. So all you do is just keep recycling the fear and the toxicity towards these people over and over and over again until uh, you lose them ultimately. Huh. You know what I mean, and if you if you ultimately lose them, then you only tack that on to your person. Yeah. No, that, that uh, it's a trip though, because it's like it's the there are these special people, um, myself included though, um, that run the risk of never realizing the 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 things that they're that they that they're seeking, um, because of how how likely how likely we are to undermine it right mm-hmm. um completely and not even out of a not even out of this this like wild uh demonstrative sort of approach it's it's subtle and really really sneaky mm. and then it takes some catastrophic loss or some catastrophic experience where you go holy fuck what just happened was i was i responsible for that like nigga that's definitely a stage you know um I just I, I I found it fast. I, I find it fascinating, and and want to want to continue want to continue to think about process and try to uh, evolve past and evolve out of. And I don't know I don't know what it, I don't know where it stems from. And I don't even know if if that's a thing for people across the board. But it it came up because watching that uh, Bill Gates doc, hmm. um, the um, the decoding decoding Bill series on on netflix and uh this the i think in the second episode it starts to break down how he and his wife met um and just his approach and how did, how did bill meet his wife the, i would, I would like the, to know how in bill the in the in the, the based on the smile on your face it's exactly how you imagine it <laughs> awkward <laughs> as fuck but his awkwardness okay. being his truth made him made him hella made him hella appealing because he was so he bro gotta have asperger's because he just oh, like yeah. He's so smart. He really, I really don't have time to, to, to like do the whole mind manipulation shit with you. I like you. I'm really into you. I hope you fuck with me too. I'm kind of awkward. Bet. So it's so funny when he's explaining it and how they met. So there's a convention that the, that Microsoft is having. It's only two seats open. The CEO of the company is walking down to sit by himself. And it's just one seat open next to the, the pretty girl at the company who just got there. And he just sits next to her, sparks up a conversation, and uh, asks her out. And she's like, nah, I got something to do. And then happened to run into her in the parking lot. And she's still just trying to curb, bro. Like, it's like, nah, like, not not at all. And so she's like, yeah, if you, can we go out in two weeks? And she's like, two weeks? Like, that's hella far away in Mass Pacific. Call me the day before <laughs> and see how you feel. Like, yeah, like, call me the day before. So he... 
he uh, oh she loves this. That's 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 not spontaneous enough is what she said. Mm. And so she said she got home that night and got a call. And he was like, "Yo, is this spontaneous enough?" Like, oh, you know. Mm. <laughs> but it, it's just like look, it, look at Bill game. Look at look at you feel me? You know what I mean? But then the conversation, the the there he was like. Yeah, she was dating a whole bunch of people at the company. She was, she's hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, he was able to compute that in his mind and just like, and not have emote. It was just, it was just information to him. Right. Um, Makes sense. But then, Bill Gates or not, I found it fascinating that they, not even they could avoid, even with the success, the access, and the wealth, they too couldn't avoid him being way more committed to his work than he ever could be to a relationship. Hmm. Like, not even they could avoid that shit. Hmm. She's like, yo, I'm here alone with the kids. This shit is trash. I'm in this big-ass house. Like, like, like going through it. And he like, man, what the fuck you want from me? Like, like, a, like a real nigga. So it, it got me to thinking because the thought that I was having was like, I, I, for whatever reason, I was just processing that as like, that's something that's cultural, and even with it being cultural, it's like a, a, a specific part of the world that ex- that's experiencing that. And it's just not it's not the case. Um, everybody kind of goes through that. The cold part about that, I was thinking about like in rich households, what they present in there for that particular issue. Like when they present like, ah, well, I'll just give my wife a person to buy at their time. I'll give my wife a person. Yeah, like, ah, oh, shit, I got enough here. And then just give them somebody to occupy their time throughout the day. Like, yeah. oh shit, you're bored. I get it. I'm off doing work. I really care about that way more than I care about this family. That's Here. another. Oh, we can't. I'm not happy. Like, I'm just gonna shove this person over there for you, bro. The never mind. Let's not do that. <laughs> That'll get dark fast. Oh man. All right. Well, shit. Since we was already on that topic, that's a good one. Um, I has I had something for you guys. Uh oh. A good guy mm. that comes across as a bad guy uh. is now fighting to do nice deeds. The good know? guy that comes across as a bad oh, guy God. is now fighting to do nice deeds. Yes. Tell me more. Tell me how many times that has been a thing because I was really... The good guy that comes across as a bad guy. I was really like thinking about this super tough because a lot of times there are really good guys out there. Like really good guys. But they're labeled as a bad guy. They believe that they're a bad guy because they do like the person Hmm. that they've courted, but they are unable to like them, like, like them more towards love. So (laughs) they're keeping them along, but what they, but that now they're labeled as a bad guy to everybody that she's around or he's around. Yeah. But they, do nice deeds in order to because they because they are a good guy so they do do nice deeds to over to overly show off their to compensate to compensate for how bad they are for this particular relationship Mm -hmm. so instead of being like i'm bad for you Mm. we gotta end this in order for you to be able to fully live your life and for me to stop acting as if I can do better for you in this relationship than what obviously I can do because you're not my person. You're not the person I'm meant to be here for. So instead of having that conversation, 
you continue to drag each other along and you just end up being in these situations where you're just doing nice deeds, like trying to figure out in your head, fuck, all right, she's mad at me again for something that I did naturally. Fuck, let me do, let me figure out, I need to do a nice deed, nice deed, nice deed. Ah, get you flowers. Ah, hire somebody to make some dinner. Ah, you know, just like, oh, we need to go out to, we need to go out to dinner, go to this fancy restaurant. I'm going to do all this stuff, put rose petals on the ground, all this stuff like this. I do not like you like that, <laughs> obviously. We've had that conversation, though, like the the importance of like in a relationship from a male's perspective. Um, it really is hard for a woman to grasp. Um, but, I, but, uh, but I'm saying that like, the next level to that, though, is just the fact that they that's not the that's, that's not, not the your, right person, that's not the right person yeah, yeah, yeah. for you. Like it's just it's just not the right person. And we found how, ourselves stuck in these. How hard you just said it, though, G. People, people give each other kids or demand kids or go have kids just to fill a, a, a impossible void. That's what I mean. Like it's hurt. There are hurt. There are broken ass people having fucking kids, bro. That's what I mean. Like broken, broken. That's so if you I mean. think about it in a relationship and that codependency that comes, you can, the, the ability to confuse codependency with love is, is, a, is, is so easy to do. Yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I've done it before. Multiple times, my nigga, where it's like, oh, I'm in love. No, you not, nigga. Are you kidding me? There's no way. Mm-hmm. You and this person are not compatible on any, on any level. And you still just like, cause you, Man, what I mean, I'm invested in it now. I can't go back. This is yeah. that is not how a relationship works. Yeah, like I court, I courted you in the first place. So how could I not have that feeling anymore? Yeah, easily, bro. Like you yeah. don't know everything about that person yet. But uh, I that that uh, that part of that stemmed from uh, I don't know if y'all listen into the J- Jesse Reyes' song uh, mm. album, but the song she, she has for. Sh- Go ahead, my bad. The the song that she has uh, for um, like uh, bad guy, mm. uh, where she's talking about, um, I wish that I could like, because you are a bad guy and I am a good I'm a good girl. I wish I could therefore be a bad guy. So Lisa would be fighting on the exact same side. I was thinking and now I was like, fuck, that's that's hella true from the woman's perspective. I get that. Or even from the male's perspective, this isn't gender specific on this. But I get that part. But the easier track to that would be that y'all aren't compatible. Yeah. So there's no need to fight on either one of the sides. At all. That so it's a it's a matter of like I don't know, bro. I was going down a, a crazy. No, ass, you you oh you you own it. I, I, I was I was I was going down like a crazy ass road on this because I was th- I was thinking so hard about fixing uh, past trans, trans transgressions and for yourself, for myself, uh-huh. for myself, and then also just thinking about from feeling guilty or just from a just a or just from a different under a clearer understanding of what took place or what transpired uh both man because i think you feel better equipped to articulate what you couldn't in most definitely that's that's across the board on just all parts of my life yeah but i'm thinking more so on like why it takes so long to in the phase of of uh of going into like the relationship stage now as opposed to then uh where all these interactions come across as 
uh, high stake situations mm-hmm. as opposed to it not being that before. Um, and that comes down to past transgressions where you could, depending on who you're talking to, there's not one, I, I would say, hopefully, there's not one person that was, that would say that I was, that I'm a bad guy, but I can see how you can put, you could pay me as one if the communication was, if the communication lacked in, um, in, in depth, if in, there was no closure, of, of, this, yeah. of, of that, you know what I mean? So that's, that's what I was thinking. Of. The true, true percentage wise, both of you guys, how many of your exes do you think class would classify you as a, as a bad, as a bad guy or a good guy? Shit, at some point in time, I'll probably say all of them. But now you say otherwise? I would say it was both. I would be like, damn, two face. Where, like, it's. Oh, you, they, they see, they got to see both sides. Yeah, they got, you'll, you'll get to see both sides. Uh, I feel like that's a better, a healthier representation than being just classified as just a good guy, though. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel like if you walked away, especially if you walk away thinking that all of them classify you as a good guy, you're probably crazy. Um, And then if they didn't get to experience both sides of you, it probably wasn't real. Right. Um, Right. Completely. I know I'm nuts. So it, everyone that I can say was like my actual girlfriend, like we had an actual meaning relationship. uh They seen Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So, I, but I don't think so. I, so maybe I'm asking it wrong because I don't think that classifies as a bad guy. The two face, the Dr. Jekyll, Gemini, fucking Gemini here. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, no, nah, so but I didn't. Like, but I didn't did some stuff though. I did some stuff where it's definitely classified on the fucked up side. Uh, but I, I know naturally though I come from a good place. So intent. I don't intent wise. But there was moments where I for sure wasn't thinking about the other person, most definitely. That was definitely a selfish moment on my part. So the bad guy portion of things is not taking another another being's um, emotional state into consideration. That's where the bad guy part comes into place. Hmm. Because if you're being selfish in any particular situation where you're dealing with another person, um, and responsible where us as human beings, we should, we shouldn't be as responsible for somebody else's mental state as we are, but that's just, the, that's just how things fall. Hmm. But with that being said, it takes, it only takes one really bad fuck up for that whole thing to completely change in your mind. When you start thinking about, all your past transgressions mm. over one. You know what I mean? Like you could think about how you deal with everyone yeah. over just one really bad one. So mm-hmm. that shit, that's just kind of like the road that I was going down. Damn. Um, what was the, I don't know. It's, it's, cra- it's crazy how, how uh, it's crazy how frequencies work. Cause I, I too have been in a similar space to like reliving certain shit. And trying to try to recant or recount my my actions to mm-hmm. try try just trying to equate whether the good guy or the bad guy. But I I I had to land on 
that's a that's a struggle that I've always had. I don't know if you've had. I, I don't think you've. had I'm a guess that you haven't had it, but I've struggled in past of wanting to always land on the good guy side, not wanting to offend anybody. And so it's to the masking. That's the, that's why I asked that question. Mm. You mask your truth and then ultimately manifest the reality that you don't want to create. So and try not to offend nobody. Fitting everybody on the way out, nigga, knocking yeah. everything down. Like it's like, bro, you can just leave. This can just be over. Yeah. You don't have to do. You don't have to be Tasmanian devil on your way out. And yeah. I, for whatever reason, am the again, like I said, com- extremely guilty of manifesting the reality that I'm trying to avoid. Ultimately, um, not want to offend anybody, then you offend everybody. You know, so, definitely. Yeah. That's uh, where. I completely have shifted in my entire life where everything moves in the same direction. So it doesn't matter like how, how much is lost along the way. Mm. Um, everything is, everything's moving in one, 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 uh, direction. That's it. That's it. That's all. Uh, so taking in, all that's all that from the past is how you're able to for sure be able to look out for things going forward. But the idea behind it was that there's no way for you to truly be on that road uh, without uh, recognizing where your faults are, where your faults lie. And that's exactly where those faults were lying, I, mm-hmm. I would say. So that was uh, that was really the where I was on that road because I was like, bro, you have to see. You have to see the full picture, and yeah. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big walk the walk a straight line person, and be able to see it all. You know everything in the peripheral. I'm a big, I'm a big uh, person that I'm, a, I'm big on doing that type of stuff. Yeah. So there's only one way of being able to do that, and that is you have to be super hard on yourself mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to uh, things that you do and have done, have done in order to be able to truly. Um, get the most out of it so you got to kind of you got to look into the the deepest darkest spots so i think that's like where i was at with that one hmm. damn man 20, 20, 2020 quarantine is is for real 2020 um hey man go find them man you know go find them uh the damn that just fucked me up a lot a lot of this shit has been sort of appreciation for time space and uh process um i got to help my my young player partner junior with his homework i think junior is in the first grade and uh possibly the second but i was laughing because uh he i was i was in the room when he was getting helped initially and the frustration when you ask a kid something like very specific and they're like bro i don't know like looking at you with this blank stare mm-hmm. i immediate like watching him get helped with homework i had the super flashback mm-hmm. of like how stressful homework was with me because mm-hmm. i think i might have slight dyslexia that's mm-hmm. never been diagnosed um and in a supreme lack of confidence at that age especially um in and around retaining information mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I remember how crippling that fear used to be um, around reading out loud, reading comprehension, math, spelling. Nigga, I'd get terrified. Mm-hmm. But it was 
based on like some of the homework helping experiences was just traumatic as fuck. Yeah. Where you got you got exhausted, tired ass parents mm-hmm. trying to help you in you looking like deer in the headlights. Meanwhile, your sisters are fucking geniuses. Mm-hmm. So I, that wasn't helping. Like Ariana and Alyssa just were really good at homework. Meanwhile, I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> My poor mom and dad, they had to have thought I was slow because Hooked on Phonics cuz came to the house. Remember the nigga that used to sell books door to door? He definitely came to the house and they did like this random like CIA test on me, bro, and I'd probably scored hella low. I, like, I'll never forget any of this shit. And my mom, I bring this up to my mom. My mom's like, that didn't happen. I was like, bro, I dreamt this. Who, <laughs> who dreamt the hooked on phonics nigga coming to the house? Like, I remember them coming, you know? Um, and so I'm watching Junior get helped with his homework, and I'm like, oh, no, no. No, they can't do this to not him too. Yeah. And so <laughs> luckily, luckily, it just happened to where it was just him and I downstairs and he needed to finish it. I was like, come on, man, let me help you finish. And it was like just being patient, but restoring uh, the confidence. So mm-hmm. it's like, nah, sit, nah you can, it's okay to sit up you, and, and remind him like, you know it because you just said it to me. And he's like, oh, I do know it. But then going above and beyond just what's on the paper. Um, Cause the, the words were like uh survey and, um, Oh fuck! Tally chart or some some many like that. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like what? Yeah, the, there's one thing to know what these things are and to be able to like repeat, like see them and repeat them, but to like to like really know what they are. Yeah. Um, and so context, just context, just like in the span of a conversation, because Brez held for for I think he just turned seven, six or seven, but he's hella smart. And the conversation that you can have and kids never get the credit for how smart they are. Mm. Um, people kind of just kind of downplay them and, and all this grown up talk. Now, nah, let's have a conversation. So we're just having a conversation. And, and I thought about it. Well, shit, we got other stuff to do. Let's just bring I'll just bring these words up in different contexts while we go do other sits. So we're in the backyard cleaning up. And I go, hey, remember that word survey? And you start having a conversation. He's like, oh, oh, okay. And then it was a data was the other word, information. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. And just processing it. And so throughout the day, and so by the end of the day, he could just, he just knew, him, you know. Yeah. But it's a it was a process. So that shit just got me thinking about the innovation, innovativeness as a parent and as a as a teacher. Like it's just edu- the education system is just stale as fuck, bro. It's just stale. It's nothing. It's nothing wrong with it, other than it just stale and hasn't evolved at all. Meanwhile, these kids got access to all. Like these kids are far smarter than I was my age, and being able to use tablet tablets and some of the shows that they watch on YouTube and shit are like really great shows in terms of the information that they're regurgitating. And I started thinking about the importance of a Blues Clues and a Gullah Gullah Island and all that shit. It's like, damn, those are yeah, educational Gullah Gullah. shows, and. I didn't even think about it like that, but the how much how much space children need and how much patience the world is not set up for us to be patient with our children. Um, we're stressed out, credit card debt, mortgages, rent, taxes, all the shit that a relation don't let don't let your relationship be fucked up too on top of all that. Um, and then and then trying to educate your children. And not just not just like intellectually, but like emotional intelligence, 
Like I don't like the last thing I, I realized that like how important that would be for me is for the last thing for my kids learning process to be associate with associated with is stress and lack of confidence. Um, There's a real thought that I had. Yeah. The, the, well, public school system is for sure behind and that's yeah. going to continue to be that way just because they're, all that stuff is for profit. So if they, as long as they can pass a student, then they'll they'll get money for doing so for as many people as they can pass at any given time. So they got to show those numbers, and a good way to show those numbers is to teach them exactly what it is that uh, that is on those curriculums, like and to the word. And like damn near, you go in class and they put a board out and give you a book. Y'all got to share a book, whatever, yeah. and y'all just going to read line for line this exact information. And, like, it's 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 kind of sickening. But um, there's a few out there. There's a few out there. So, so I got a good amount of friends that are, uh, that are teachers. Uh, definitely see how much they put into it. I mm-hmm. do appreciate them for doing that, especially, like, in the Oakland public system, all that stuff. They, they do a great job at that. But I can't – I don't know what the difference would be. Actually, I do know. I do it. I know exactly what it would be. Uh, just knowing the difference between uh, my upbringing with the, with uh, having public the first, the for middle, for, uh, for, uh, for elementary, and then from there going into the private school system. Yeah. Uh, and then like having siblings who unfortunately weren't able to do the exact same route, but go the exact going all the way through public where they give up on you as early as possible. Hmm. So as soon as they can give you away to something is when they give up on you. So that's as early as middle school. They give up on you Um, just like whatever your goals, dreams, aspirations are all that. Yeah. And they, uh, feeding, uh, what type of, what type of world you're going to outside of this playground. I mean, outside of this school, um, the what type of what kind of what kind of stuff is going on on this playground or on top, on the school grounds you know like it's just it's a lot of stuff that you have to go through and duck and be a part of like i know i remember i remember forget school school is whatever I, I, i'll tell you how i feel about school but uh <laughs> <laughs> fuck school bro but uh i remember Having to catch the the uh, the bus to the BART to the bus to get to middle school, and the bus to the BART to, to the, the bus, bus. yeah, gotcha. to get to middle school. Um, That's hella responsibility, bro. Hella shit. School. But then, um, and then doing that same thing to get back uh, from 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 middle school, and uh, the amount of times that I would go to there, and and at the top of the day, they gave me like. 10 bucks or 15 bucks or something like that. And it's just like, I, I don't know. And you gotta, you gotta pay for your lunch at that school. It's not even like a, you know, there's no, no way about that. So really that's just going to my travels. So that just the amount of like figuring it out and like across the school, across from our school was a, uh, was a bread store that would put, you can get free bread and then just put, they just drizzle like a little honey on it or whatever. Nigga, that was the meal. Mm. You know what I mean? Like to to do the travel there and then do the travel back. My meal was that damn honey on that bread. Yeah. That's what I fuck with. You know what I mean? But I remember the travel was so much harder than the actual school itself. 
school is whatever. But getting Man. on and on and off that travel, because in that travel was when you were mixed in with the public. Like, so like, like you go into you go into like a private situation. Like, it wasn't really private for middle school, but it was out the way. Uh, private was was high school, but going like going traveling that far to go to a better school, but still getting on the public transit and being around all the neighborhood folks and like all the problems that you'll come across with all the other folks that just came from a school that didn't give a fuck as opposed to you come from a school that slightly gives a fuck, but you're a, a part of the statistics on who, who really cares about you in particular. So mixing those energies together and then being on that, on that transportation to get back. And that shit was like a jungle. And I would say that that's a lot more worrisome for a lot of folks is just yeah. the, the travel, I would say, is, yeah. is nuts. So, yeah, yeah I was... Yeah. No, no, no. That's what... See, but that's the... That experience and that and that perspective um, can't be lost. Um, it should, and it sh- nor should it be, right? Because the amount of focus and trust that... And anxiety that may loom in around that, because... Moms just say have a choice. Like I need you to get to and from school. This is this is the option we have. So I'm gonna put my baby on public transportation by himself every day and trust that he can get to and from. Because um, that's the that that is the that is the only choice we have. And the um, the uh, again the amount of savvy and street smarts that has to that is adopted and adapted in order to survive is like is a is a is a is a level of intellect it is there's no other there's no other way to 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 process that that's a that's a means of surviving right um character builder man character character builder builder, but there's there's no value placed on that in our society and so when when a when a kid when a child who doesn't learn like everyone else, because there's this blanket curriculum that you're going, hey, everybody has to learn this way. That's not how people work. Mm-hmm. Auditory, visual, it's all it's all different. Some people are just just process slower, just retain slower, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just what it is. Yeah. So, compounding what already exists as a as a difference, compounding that with stress and yelling and all this other shit, just like that ain't helping nobody. You know, and so it's just it's there's these there's these blanket sort of general approaches applied to shit that ain't that general and ain't that that it's not that that's not blanketed. Right. It should just be a lot more structured um, and tailored to individual approaches and and processes of learning. And we'd see such a even if it was just something as simpler as being as as uh, there being more of a more of communication between the parent, a, a more protected communication between the parents and the and the and the teachers. Um, I know that that's a thing in certain schools, but I know in the schools that that that, that I went to, the, a lot of the teachers were surprised at how my how the way my mom went about uh, how, how just how hands on she was in tapping in with them. And how much freedom she allowed them to do. Nah, she's like, nah, he had he had school with you. Fuck you calling me for. <laughs> you know, we can talk about other things, but don't call me to discipline. He's he sitting right there in front of you. He disrespecting you in your class. You handle that. All right. And it was just like, I just, and I don't know. Just a thought I had. I'm ranting and raving. Nah, that's right. That's, that's right. What, we, what we got? We got anything else? We miss anything? Uh, I just got one thing, bro. Hmm. And we ain't never gonna see new mutants, man. Oh damn, you did say that. I'm so mad about that. 
Why do you say? Why do you say that? Because at every the, like now the world is working against us watching new music, new mutants. Like new mutants was supposed to come out, I think in like twenty seventeen. I think yeah. that's the earliest that it was like. Was the first day. Yeah, like it was. It was like they had a trailer for it back then, and they were shopping it. As it was supposed to come out right after Logan. Which would have been perfect timing. You know what I mean? Once we realized that it was R, like Logan was R rated and they they were able to take it to where they took it to there. I get the pushbacks on making it scarier. But now, now we just got the world working against us, bro. Like it was supposed to come out, I think, in May, I think. Yeah. Now they pushed it back to what, 2022? It might be be further back than that, yeah. We ain't getting it. It's going to happen. Nah. I'm calling it. Nah, I'm mad, bro. See now, now we're just building up the building it up to. It's but it got to be amazing now. That's it's the, too many years. Yeah, that's the thing that is messed up about that one. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit better be next level. Like it better be hella scary. They better be doing some wild shit. I want to see a little kid throw up. They so scared, bro. Just, <laughs> Jesus, Lex. that was dark. For real, <laughs> and he talking about for real. You guys are both sickos. Yeah, shit. I almost, bro. I almost the the first time I saw Child's Play three when they was rebuilding. Which one is three? And when they was rebuilding, bro, in the um in the in the factory, in the factory. they was cleaning the yeah. When they yeah when they were doing Wait, when they three? when they melted bread, bread and they, melting they had to melt them. That's from not the second when uh, Andy goes to the army. That is yes. three, but yeah, but in the beginning is when they picked up his body out of the um, out of the factory and then his blood oh. poured into the thing, and then they had to recreate his shit, and then he yelled at the camera. So one, he's oh. with his mom. Two, he goes to the foster home, and yeah. then three, he gets sent to the military. Yeah, got it. Two was still the most lit, but yeah, three is two. Three at the beginning was like fuck, that's nuts, and I was like, I don't know if I can watch this now. You're going two. You're going two. I think I would go two. Oh, two is for sure the Ross. Yeah, two. One is one is the dopest because that was it was cool to see that they were able to do work that long before they even presented bread as an option, but the um, the second one though is just really like it's that's, f- that's the one I connect with. It's a most. bulletproof story. Oh, it's lit. Three has holes. One has holes. Rightfully so. It's the first one, but it it one is great. Three is great. One through three is great. They did. They did a great job four, on all is, one through is, three. Is four seed or bride a chicken? Bride, 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 and then seed. Bride wasn't bad. Seed was a was a fucking monstrosity. Yeah, like I'm so mad about them doing that shit. But did yeah. you uh, watch Colt? Colt of Chucky? I did. I watched Colt. I watched uh, the one before that one. How many of them are there? Jeez. There's nine of them. Eight of them. Uh, they're on. I tapped out six. Seed. I think there are seven. Seven. Yeah. And then they're about to do the series. The series should be dope. Yeah. Because they're, ta- they're taking that back to the beginning. Netflix, who's getting it? Uh, I don't know. Sci-fi, right? I think it's sci-fi. I got it. I don't know. But uh, when I met the writer and director, and he was talking Man, about... He was talking about being excited about the show because he said he finally gets to do it in long form mm. and really go into like the mental state of even the serial killer to the mom to yeah. the kid. And just all that. So. That should be fun. Yeah, I'm excited about. I that. hope. I hope they do it justice. Oh, the originators will. They 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 usually do pretty well. Except for Seed, whoever the hell had control over that, shoot them. Shoot. But em. the other ones, though, the other ones, you're good to go. That's when. That's that's right when it. Nah, I can't even talk about that. Uh oh. Because that was right when that movement started, and like now they had a little. 
What did he say? The reason he started doing that is because he noticed that his fan base, because Bride, Seed, all those is him independently. Mm-hmm. And he was saying people liked, he was noticing that his fans like more of the comedy yeah. of the Chucky movies. And so since he's independent, he needed those first two to get that money right so then he could really make it the way he wanted to. That so, makes sense. Hmm. That makes sense. He kind of sacrificed. So he gave what bit. the fans really liked about those and how crazy they can go. So damn, that's not the real fans. Though. That's not the real fans. Um, we've been at it for a while. Um, not mad at it. Think we needed it too. Uh, I don't want to make sure we didn't miss anything. Hey man, we don't. Even, no, it's actually still people still going. How do you feel about? About everything going on in the world. Just regular. <laughs> I just I feel bad because and nothing's changed, and so I want to I want to feel away, but I just seem like I don't know. Other than not being like I'd probably probably be in L.A. Maybe would have hit D.C. by now, and and Europe for you would hit Europe, but other than not being able to travel, I'm still able to like make hella shit. So okay. I don't feel I don't feel suppressed at all. Anyway. No, how about you guys? I'm feeling good other than what L brought up. No new mutants, but you know, <laughs> yeah, that happens. I, know. I, know I have to remind everybody about that. <laughs> you good? Huh? How you feel? I'm good. I'm good. I'm about to go back into my the newsroom bag and I think after that I'm going into Dexter. Oh, I'm about, don't I'm do Dexter. Dexter. Don't huh? do Dexter. No, nah, Dexter was good all the way up to the last episode. That's what I'm saying. I just I I never I like even more, because I, I expected it. Game of Thrones had been on some bullshit for a little bit. Like, they prepared you for it. They prepared me for some bullshit. Dexter just went... I was like, wait, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was really let down by yeah, that. I know they tried to leave it open for if they ever wanted to, re- to bring it back up, but still. Uh, that, that was trash, but up to then, no. So... I, I, that might be that might be my way because I don't know anything new right now that I'm all that interested in. Did you watch the uh, the last Dave episode? The mm-hmm. newest one, Pipe. No, I think I watched because that was that would have been eight. Mm-hmm. No, so I only watched seven. Mm-hmm. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, uh, that and uh, I'm caught up on Better Call Saul. They bodied this season. Um, salute to them. I, I still regret saying that stupid shit about it competing with Breaking Bad. Like, I, I severely take that back. However, they're in the part of the story where it's about to start connecting in full to Breaking Bad. And you're like, yo, all right, this is dope. Hmm. It's like it's like getting it's getting close to that timeline to when, when uh, Walt, Walt and them get in the picture. So, um I'd probably, probably, it's probably another full season before that happens in entirety. Um, it may happen at the end of this season, though, because Saul is like, he, he's, he's finally completely changed his name, and now he's, now he's face-to-face and a friend of the cartel for real. So you get to see how he starts getting, like when the scenes where he has all the money in the wall at yeah. the end of Breaking Bad, you get to see how he even gets there. But are y'all watching that shit? Y'all not watching I that I do, shit? but. Watching what? 
Better Call Saul. Catching huh? the next season when it comes on Netflix, but I think I'm about to just go ahead and watch it. Watch it, yeah. It's it's great, man. I, I'm I'm really impressed with the the. This is season five for them. Yes. Yeah. So so they're towards the end now. Yeah, because they're towards they're the end. Really they're only going to do six, right? Yeah. How many episodes are they into season five? This is I just watched episode eight, so there's two more. Yeah, because I think he said he was only going to do five or six seasons. Of yeah, that, and then he was going to be done. But he said there was a whole prequel story that they always wanted to tell with Saul. So they have to because it's such a fascinating character, and they took it to depths that I didn't even think that they could. Um, shit that shit that you never got from his character. So they start all the way at the beginning. Yeah, like and all that's what the I way like through. About yeah. It. yeah. All right. So anything y'all interested in watching this week? Like anything that's really on y'all on y'all radar? Um, the new episode of that. I'm gonna watch Dave. I guess I'll catch two episodes this week because I didn't watch the new one. Um, the MJ shit tonight. It's like three or four things tonight. Insecure is tonight. MJ. Oh, yeah. Insecure. Did you watch episode one? Yeah. You I'm, I'm glad they outlined, finally, the partner. Who, Molly? That, yeah, the partner. No, just just like just the partner that folks will have. Like, the women will have it. Guys will have it. But the one partner that... You know, shit ain't going well for them, so they want to, you know, sabotage you. They want to knock you down too. Yep. Like they, they're good. They're good when everything's going great for them. For them, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So that's a that's an that's an important person to bring yeah. up. So I'm glad they outlined that. Yeah. Even if it's like your best partner, yeah. like it's for sure. Yeah, but you know, a lot of the backlash I saw for that episode, I thought it was funny because it was a was lot of Lawrence's movie. No, first, no, no, no. First off, Lawrence, Lawrence chick is. Yeah. Yeah. But no, That's a lot of the, a lot of the backlash G was a uh, a lot of people didn't like them pointing that out. Mm. And then I was like, "Oh, y'all don't like reality TV, real reality TV." Mm. Y'all don't like the mirror being held up. Mm-hmm. Like what they didn't like about it? Cuz it's fucking true, and a lot of them are that person. Uh. Or a lot of them have that person in their life that they don't want to get rid of. Uh. That was a, that was a that was a bug out. In 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 general, to see that shit and see how people were responding to that in uh this oh. new, this new season, I was thinking it might have been just like they didn't like it for that storyline because they don't like them going like against each other. I thought it was gonna be like some wild like black women got to stick together or some bullshit. No, nah, that that too, but that that uh, that that's the that's where I commend uh, storytellers like Issa for for knowing that that's a thing and still understanding that. Yeah, while the representation and the narratives need to be shifted, there's also truth to that shit too. I don't the know, peop- man. The people I, that the people that tear you down are the people that are closest to you. You never see that shit coming. Completely, you never see it coming. I mean, it's possible to be. It's who we give the power to. It's possible to be a black woman and be trash. It's possible. Oh, be a, it's possible to be a turn black, the camera off. It's possible please. to be turn a, everything off. This poss- nigga's wild. It's possible to be a black male and be trash. Like okay. it's possible there, to there be. We go. It's Save. possible to be in the black community and be, and trash. be trash. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like I'm sorry, bro. Everybody is not kings. Everybody is not queens. It's fully on how you act. Are you acting like a king or queen? Mm. Mm. Nah, you just want to be. You just mm. want to be held up as one, huh? Mm. Uh, interesting. Interesting. I'm interested now. I'm intrigued. We might edit the whole podcast and just have this clip. <laughs> That's all we need. That's all we need for the don't for you don't have to go listen to anything else. Just just there you go. I'm intrigued. 
think that's a perfect place to end. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, this has been another episode of Meet the Brave. We'll see you next week. Love, love. Yes. <laughs>